And we are live. <laughs> live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul, and we are joined by a concothity of nerds this evening. Uh, I don't know, that, that makes sense, possibly not. <laughs> um, yes, we've got the lovely Jake from the team podcast who's making his lovely return from the Switch, uh, Switch, Switch channel. Um, Switch Twitches, yep, Switch. that's me. That's it. And due to popular demand as well, because like I said, Sam has never got so many messages from people saying that they love this guest. Uh, he is probably now the new favourite guest of the podcast, which is Graham. So well done. What? It's me? Oh, yep. it is. <laughs> Who, little old me? Like Jake's Mario poster or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Apparently, Sam was getting inundated with messages saying how wonderful you were, Graham. I so did. well done. Oh, you, you. that's so sweet. Oh. Thank you. It's I just didn't tell you. Only to be back and talking about like, nerdy stuff and not talking about Hitler. So, <laughs> so that's the off. tagline for the podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What's the episode about? Not Hitler, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <in> hell. <laughs> Honestly, um, guys. The beautiful Sonia has come to join <laughs> us as well. Hi, Sonia. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. How do I top that? How do I follow that? <laughs> How do you follow up to the like, How do you top the bottom? <laughs> No, yes. thanks for having us. No, Sonia's been like says live uh, twitching as well, but she joined us on when we did the the bank holiday Monday in and then the kind of non celebration of the Queen's death, shall we say? Yeah, <laughs> the alternative viewing. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, and like say, I've been trying to get her to come on the podcast for a while, and during tonight's topic, I thought was the perfect thing. And again, I I, I did pre warn her before we did go live, only a few seconds before. To be fair. <laughs> Um, with her being a new guest, tell us a little bit about yourself there. <laughs> uh, I'm still not ready. <laughs> um, hello, I'm Sonia. Uh, I live in the northeast and consider myself to be a nerd up north. <laughs> um, I love the group. Um, I absolutely love video games. Um, I stream on Twitch every Friday and play indie horror games and have a little bit of a drink and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry. No, no it's great. No, I, 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 we know you now. No, I'd like to say I'm I'm not one of these people that actually does. I'm I'm weird because like I say I, I follow Twitch, but I get bored really quite easily because I normally just jump under abuse. What a thing and... to say to people who do three people <laughs> no, no. on here who do Twitch. I've just I, I'm always going to be on way towards something. Hang on. Yes, I can do like say... guys, but it gets boring. Yes. But I normally just jump on and just give Goodwill and Jake abuse, to be fair, or mainly Goodwill, because he p- picks shit games, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like I say, when, when Sonya does go live, I do normally stick around quite a lot, because, like I say, she, she plays these weird kind of spooky games as well, and we normally just take the piss like out of random shit. Like, um, I think the last time there was some random dog walking about, so we're just start making up things oh, about yeah, this dog. the dog with the human face. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spooky. Uh, Sonia, I like your streams because it's kind of like a family atmosphere because oftentimes your mom will pop in the chat and stuff. Yeah, she does. She does. <laughs> and anyone yeah. who's like around you will just pipe in on the microphone. <laughs> it's a good time. Oh, yes. And, uh, and Graham is always entertaining as well. Like, as, as we know, just off, like five minutes before coming on the podcast, he had us all broken. So he's so, so, so lucky that wasn't recorded, all I'm saying. <laughs> 
But yes, it was um... comedy gold, comedy <laughs> gold. So what I'll do is I'll get the disclaimer out of the way with so we can crack on and talk about horror video games. Yes. Okay, so everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you would like to discuss anything from tonight's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. What we want to do is have anyone come for us and tell us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom, so let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. I can see what you're doing. (laughs) I'm not going to open that, don't worry, because I think Donna would actually stop speaking to us if I did. And check. <laughs> if anyone is watching is listening, sorry. Paul's being a dick. <laughs> Pretty much standard. But yes. Um so yeah, like when it comes to like horror gaming as well, sorry, changing the subject quite swiftly there. Uh, Let's get into it. Yes. I'm gonna be one of those ones that I love horror games, but I am so much of a softy, I get so scared. I, there's especially the, like the more up to date ones. If anyone watched us when I got bored and played Phantasmophobia the other day, uh, Beth was crying, laughing at us because I actually screamed like a girl because I was stuck in the bathroom and some ghost come after us and like say after that, and Beth just ridiculed us for the like constantly from that moment on. But yes, I've not really. Finished. I've played lots of these games, but I've never been able to finish them because I kind of get too scared. But <laughs> I know I, I know we all have probably our favourites, so I thought that would be a good starting point because there is a vast variety of different games, like going back from even the Mega Drive up until, like, say, the like, next-gen ge- uh, situation now. But what would you say would be your number one ultimate horror uh, game? I'll start with uh, Jake. Uh, give Jake his t- chance to shine there. Okay. Um, well, the very first one I would have ever seen um, was, would have been like a demo of Resident Evil 2 <laughs> that just came <laughs> on the front of a magazine that uh, you probably, kids probably shouldn't have been messing around Because <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was Certificate 18 at the time. Um, and I think you only got like five minutes. Like you could probably only get through like the start where it was like the burning car. Like, I mean, this scene was like in those movies they made, I think eventually. Um, like you could get up to the shop where like the zombies ate the guy behind the counter, like the one human you could find to talk to. Didn't it um, get you to the police station? Like, didn't you get Yes, I think you thing where you see the fountain and it pans up and then it goes like, oh, that, go buy the game. It's... Yeah, I think you had five minutes to get there. and I don't think we did get there too often. <laughs> Um, but now, like it, it was just, it was, it, it felt like an evil game when you were like a kid. I mean, when did it come <laughs> out? Like ninety eight or something like that. Uh, I'm too old. Don't. <laughs> like, I think it was. Uh, I think it was ninety eight because obviously yeah. the original Resident Evil was ninety six, wasn't it? And they spent like yeah. a year and a bit on the sequel because mm. they so re- I... they scrapped it, didn't they? They got like <laughs> they got like ninety percent through Resident Evil two, and they're like, this is boring as shit. Okay, right. There is they do that quite a lot with the horror games though, because they make these huge announcements. Like I, I remember when the guy of uh, the Walking Dead was going to be in like a, a Silent Hill sequel, and they made some big and they put this trailer oh, yeah. and it looked absolutely amazing. And then it went, okay, it's been scrapped now. PT. That was Konami being dicks because they were just Konami, like, hey, yeah. we don't like Hideo Kojima anymore, so scrap this project. And you're like, Kojima what the hell? <laughs> Like making it, yeah. and everyone's like, "We really want this." And Capcom, uh, Konami's just like, 
nah, we don't like, yeah. you know, like, no, no, no one wants this. Let's make I mean, that's legendary at this point, though, if you have a PS3 with PT installed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, the uh, they just, they completely wiped it, like, from the servers completely. <laughs> it was so good. But yeah, like, um, so, like, Resident Evil was definitely, like, the game when, like, I was a kid. And like I say, we definitely shouldn't have been playing it, but was anyone monitoring what demo discs were attached to the oh, front of no magazines way. back then? <laughs> Uh, was it the uh, Games Master magazine used to be the boy or you used to get like a little book and a, a, a oh, demo cheap, de- yeah, yeah. Cheats. Always, yeah cheat codes cheat codes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which don't fucking work with Sonic by the way the bastard <laughs> but anyway we're not talking about that little is that your, is that your <laughs> that's your most harrowing recent experience yeah so, let's unpack that Paul <laughs> so we'll move on move on um, but yeah um, what about you Sammy Oh, um, I did. I bought a um cube. Was it the Nintendo Cube? Purely just for oh, Resident yeah. Evil. Can't tell you which Resident Evil it was though. Um, was so it I'm not the remake of one. <clears throat> Potentially, I cannot remember. I just remember buying. Well, four was a big game on it. It mm-hmm. might have been four. Cause that's it where it came out four. first. Because the um, PS2 was a little bit later, I think. Mm-hmm. But I am um, recently. It, I, re- I really enjoyed uh, Evil Within, right? And okay. yeah, and that I completed it. So that's always a good sign for me. I did get some help from the husband on one bit because that's my go-to on games <laughs> when I struggle. I just ah, <laughs> just scream for him to come in and uh, I need I need you to do this for us, otherwise I'm going to lose me shit and we're not going to have a television. So make your choice. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like you weren't scared, though. That sounds like I'm you were like, scared. No, you, I just got you were going to destroy the evil with it. I was going to destroy the fucking telly if it didn't do as I was telling it to do. So we find out that everyone thinks I'm the angry gamer, but it's really Sam yeah. that's the angry gamer. I'm the angry gamer. I get really angry. There's like, already a guy with that with that name. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, <darn it. laughs> what about you, Graham? What would you say yours would be? It's a, it's a really odd one because it kind of goes through phases and stuff. But the one that I always go back to is the original Silent Hill. I think mm-hmm. the original Silent Hill, which also appeared on a bonus disc, but it was the one with the original Metal Gear Solid that wow. it just randomly came. Like Metal Gear Solid just came with Silent Hill. And when me and my brother got that, it blew our minds. Like it was just, we'd never seen a game like it. Like it was genuinely so frightening in like every aspect of it because we kind of got a bit desensitized to horror you know like when you grow up with it and you're like oh blood and guts and everything like that but this was the first time when i was like what the fuck because it was because obviously in the uk it was before they censored it because the <laughs> the american i'm probably gonna get to talk about sound hill more later in the podcast but in the american version of it it has the original monsters which are basically kids with symbols carved in them that come <laughs> towards you with um kitchen knives and basically sort of laugh you know really like well you know really horribly and they cut them out of the uk one and the japanese one so but the demo disc still had them on it was before they changed it and so Mm -hmm. it's just infinitely disturbing going around to school with these little kids with knives kind of thing the first Mm -hmm. time that we'd had like flashlight kind of physics and stuff in a game where there's like darkness and yeah absolute it's a classic not Sound Hill is one of them ones I absolutely adored the intro and play it and step getting this thought up Sound Hill. 
then it got too scary for us. Real talk, I, I literally could not oh, play that oh. game as a kid. Like, I, I, I couldn't it, even take the piss. Like, I really can't. I feel for you. you know, but what made it? I don't know. What made it a little bit better as well. Um, like the first time our um, no, it wasn't the first time. The second time we went to Florida. Um, like when my wife Nicole came with us, we mm. they had a special. Um, you know when the Universal do the horror nights. Mm-hmm. Had, yes, um, I heard about these. They done the Silent Hill. Uh, was a maze, but it's like basically like a haunted house, but set out like in Silent yeah. Hill. And no we thanks. went in. <laughs> no. <laughs> we went in. I went in because this was the first one we did as well. Because it was the first entrance. Like, oh, what's it going to be? It'll just be a few actors walking around. But fuck me, the first room you walked into, it was the toilet scene. You know, from the movie where the the nurses in all the, the basically the barbed oh, wire. Yeah. So you, so you walked in and. The strobe lighting comes on, and you, all you see is the nurse with the bandages all around coming towards you, like, like <laughs> but with it being the strobe, it's like, nope. I just went, oh shit. <laughs> so I went through that room, and then all the way through it, we we're getting chased by Pyramid Head. On, so it was, it was just basically a guy on stilts with the big uh, <gasps> mask on, and just towering over, and you're like dragging the thing, and all you can hear is like, the, like there must have been a sound effect, but the rattling of the the, the sword and stuff. Yeah, I was just like. This is fucking amazing. Where my wife just went busy because she's she's the Yay. horror queen. Nick is is like a horror queen. She can watch everything. She literally got all the back of my t shirt, put a head on the back of my top, and just used me and wouldn't <laughs> you and shield. And I did more of the houses after that, but uh, she only done a half a house afterwards because we went into the Walking Dead, and she went with one of the people like halfway through and went. Where's the fire exit? And the laughed went, No, where's the fucking fire exit? <laughs> and she bailed out and she sit, sat on a park bench where they had in their heads and wouldn't go in anything again. That but, really surprises me from your wife. She literally is the gore queen. But I think it's with it because they get really close. But these horror houses have armed police at the front and back. So if you hit any of the Oh, actors, yeah. you get arrested straight and away. And it's Florida. <laughs> so so, so she was bailing out because she couldn't solve it with violence. Is what <laughs> <we're saying. laughs> oh, so She's like, no, no. I wouldn't have used the fire exit if I was allowed to kill everyone here. Oh. I dare to show my weakness and stuff like that. I will literally laugh my ass off until I get to the very end and <laughs> like then I'll die inside. Yeah. <laughs> I will not allow myself to, like, to show any weakness and that I am absolutely petrified in what's going on, but mm. I will laugh my head off until I get to the very end. <laughs> and the, then, the zombies will be like, lady, you're scaring us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I did that in terror I'm very much the same and people get really freaked out by it, don't they? Where mm-hmm. they're just kind of, why are you laughing at this? And I'm like, my body's just connected weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I think I did it in terror in the trees when this woman got right up my face and I was going to eat out. But, so but, oh, but like I said, because America always does it bigger and better when it comes to that oh, type of yeah. thing. Like, <laughs> like, like when we walked in, like the gate for Universal Horror Night, there's a there was a glass, uh, what we thought was a glass cabinet, but it was a glass uh, coffin, and we thought then it was a like a, like a, a waxworth person in, but no, it was a real woman, but it was covered <laughs> in real rats. 
Wow. <laughs> and that was just the entrance to like basically the park. This... Oh my god, my soul would have left my body. <laughs> How on earth do you put that on your IMDb to be like, yes, I'm a trained actor? What have you done? A uh, woman in glass case ah. with rats? Rat Rat lady. Rat it's like an IMDb where it's got that credit that's like, lady who pisses herself. And you're like, hmm, bit stuff to career right there. Back to Mel again. <laughs> well, so. So Silent Hill was Graham's pick. What about Sonia? What what would you say your pick would be? I've had so much time to think and I still can't choose one. But I think I think what Graham said about going through like cycles or phases, I'm very much like that. And I think it depends what kind of mood. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, one of the biggest, like most impactful horror games, I don't know that I, that I could say favourite, but most impactful for me was probably Amnesia. Right. Because it was the first like sort of, pc horror game that really felt like i was immersed in the horror mm-hmm. and that's what got me wanting to explore others so actually some of the older games i played more recently as an adult because as a right. child i didn't does yeah. that make sense yeah no it's perfect so, so what, kind of, yeah. i'm not i've not heard of amnesia so um have you not? no no yeah. it's a very subjective one because loads of there's mm. you know it's like horror movies and stuff where pe- basically loads of people go oh it's not scary it's a bit crap and then for other mm. people they're absolutely petrified by it and you're like because people react differently to it but it's it's basically the first walking simulator really where it's like yeah. but it's really frightening and the monster in it like the way it Works with the sanity is. Oh, all right. Well, you can explain better. You, <laughs> you, you can't fight. You can't fight. You can't attack. All you mm-hmm. can do is run and hide. Um, mm-hmm. And if it finds you, it will keep hunting you. So you've got no choice but to turn your light off and hide. And you have right. a sanity meter. So the longer you're in the dark, the more crazy you go, and you will die from that. So it's finding the balance between being in the light but also hiding and you've got lots of puzzles to solve and you're in this big abandoned like castle oh that sounds uh, amazing so it sounds a little bit like alien isolation as well it's almost like some similar similar concept but less scientific it's a lot more like Mm -hmm. old-fashioned but yeah Yeah. alien alien came afterwards as well but they probably did take a lot of yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i I, I think so i i wonder if like uh because for me, a lot of the best bits of horror games are when you you can't control things. Like yeah. it, it, Resident Evil, you just go, I have the grenade launcher and enough ammo. We're not going to have a problem here. Amnesia is like, you cannot do anything. If you look at the monster, then your sanity starts going. And when your sanity starts going, the controls fuck up. So you can't <laughs> run as well and stuff. Whoa, like, yeah, like so, for instance, <laughs> you'll start hallucinating stuff. And if you're trying to run away from a monster and the corridor starts going weird in front of you or whatever, you're like, oh, so there's this big mm-hmm. you know that's the aspect of the game and with silent hill one especially like two silent hill two i find you can just kill everything you're kind of mm-hmm. tough enough to kill everything whereas in one when i was streaming it yesterday uh we had this horrible problem of going oh i'm trying to kill the monsters but they're swarming me and you can't so you do just have to run even though you feel like you have the mm-hmm. tools to defend yourself mm-hmm. you just end up having to run a lot of the time and i think that makes it really scary <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because no, but... in Silent Hill One, you'll be like running through like like a horrible dark town with like friggin' like pterodactyls flying. Yeah, like the fucking pterodactyls, the dogs chasing <laughs> you, and you're just like, what the fuck's going on? And then you, all you've got is a tiny little flashlight thing going. And then obviously the soundtrack is Akira Yamoka hitting some bins with a hammer, and you're like, going, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it's what, like that... everything's designed to make you like as uncomfortable as possible in like in I guess the the best horror games. You could <laughs> call them the worst as well, I guess. 
definitely. <laughs> because of how bad they make you feel. But that's what, one of the things I loved about uh, the first Resident Evil on the PlayStation as well, is when, because as you said, normally like modern day games, you're ammoed up to the, the hilt, you find things all around to help you support, because they want you to keep playing. They want yeah. you to like continue, like say, especially if they're buying like da- downloadable content and stuff now, which kind of spoils a lot of games, but I'll get into that run later. Um, but with the old Resident Evil, you start out with like three or four bullets. And if you yeah. waste your bullets, it's not as easy to get back. So you kind of like run around hitting like zombies with like with shit knives and sh- stuff like that. And it's not the fact that they're like fast and they've got, I said, they've got the jump scares. It's the fact that then they start, you've got to think about the game and say, right, if I play this game now, I can't shoot this zombie here. I've got to wait till yeah. later on and and got you kind of plan it. Which is the key mm. concept of like survival horror as a genre because yeah. it's the idea of going, yeah, you have to manage your ammo. It's not like Mega Man where you have like, in, you know, yeah. infinite ammo and stuff and you can just, and it's all how you use it. It's with Resident Evil, it's like going, oh yeah, you could just shoot everything, but then you'll hit a point where you're like, now you have no bullets and the monsters are tougher. So then you restart the game and you're like, okay, now I'm scared to shoot things. And what do I shoot? What do I run past? What do I do that? And yeah, that's, it's part of the fun of the genre, I think. Mm, definitely. Yeah. My game is probably a little bit more modern as well. I, I, I know I'm painting myself as being a bit of a, a, a soft twat, which again, I am when it comes yeah, to it. Is it going to be Sonic? <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> definitely not modern game. That's that's uh, stuff for the psychologist to talk about later where it's like, where did that, where, <laughs> Where did the hedgehog hurt you and where did he touch you type thing? Um, but this one's... Um, so I've, I've loved loads of games. Like I say that I've really enjoyed, as I said, Resident Evil's I, is one of my favourites. But the one that I got emotionally attached to, to the point where I couldn't put it down from start to finish playing the game. Um, and when they brought the sequel out, I've not been able to play that sequel due to a certain point and it still get makes us angry. But um, The Last of Us... Um, yeah. I've never been so immersed and mm-hmm. I, I might be because I'm such a big movie fan as well. That game didn't feel like a game. It felt like I was in, in being involved in a movie yeah. and like everything was just so beautifully done and so interesting and you could delve off and find little hidden gems and stuff. And the characters are actually what I find really hard was they were all likable and yeah. you look and you fell in love with them and again like i said with the second one when they killed off uh sorry no, the <laughs> um with the fucking golf club as well you're fucking Ugh. but yeah um <laughs> I, I turned the game off from that point because I, I i lost all interest because it was that relationship between gotten the names now be brains ellie and much. joel ellie and joel that was just what the game was about and I loved the ending as well because it got quite controversial and like people was like having questions saying would yeah. how would you have reacted in that situation but at this point everything that Joel had been to and Joel had lost he wouldn't wasn't prepared to lose her no, and, and he I, did it all for her yeah. me and Anne had this like really meaningful conversation after I finished playing that game over that just that last bit in the uh, game I absolutely mm. loved it but I thought it was at the clackers uh, clickers, but yeah. clickers yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> that noise will haunt me <laughs> um, the hey yeah. from a mod that puts the clangers in it <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, that you just run it down the corner you're like, you're just like, 
<laughs> while, while like Joel's like hid behind like a box, like taping a knife to a pipe, just going, oh, I'm going to get you. Mom, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that everyone's in this in this podcast old enough to remember the clangers really as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> um, you, you touched on uh, DLC earlier. So did you play like the Last of Us DLC? No. Was, it was like, it was Ellie's story like just before uh, Joel showed up, I guess. Hmm. Oh, I um, didn't know there was one. It's really good. It's um, it's a little, it's a little hard because I guess it's like late game, but you basically control Ellie. It's um, hmm. it's like, it's sort of like a side episode. Like there's a part where like Joel gets shot, and then you have to sort of play the like protecting him part, which you didn't play in the main game. Mm-hmm. But it also does flashbacks to like Ellie and like mm-hmm. a a girlfriend at the time. Um, and it's like her getting bitten for the first mm. time and then realizing that it's like, oh, it's not like affecting her like everyone else type of thing. But it's like a proper, like one of those like really heartbreaking because you know it's like it can't end well, but it doesn't yeah. stop you getting swept up in the moment. It's like when the show like, you know, like a, a, a failed romance on screen and just like, oh no, Gosh. it's going to be a tragedy, but <laughs> I can't look away. <laughs> I Oh, I, I, I was just going to say it's one of them like stories that I think it will work as as a TV show. What we're going I, to get? I was just um, going to ask how people feel about the TV show. How are you feeling about it? I'm always a bit nervous when it comes to like game ad- adaptations because we've yeah. been burnt so many times in the past. There's um, like yep, Silent Hill. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the, the original. I was talking about it on the stream yesterday. The original Silent Hill movie by Christoph Gans is a really one. good movie. It's just. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they changed what they did. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, what is it? It's the idea of when in the director's commentary, they're like, oh, well, we made, we looked at what Harry Mason does as a character and he's a father and he's looking for his daughter and he's quite emotional and stuff. So we thought, oh, this is a woman. And you're like going, <laughs> no, no, men can Men can be nice. do that too. Men, men can, can be emotional. Men can care about yeah. And also like, okay, the, is this the a talking, thing? They're talking about Harry, but they basically put, the ca- the character in the movie in Silent Hill two, like yeah. effectively, like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't really Silent Hill one. It was like oh the greatest hits of Silent Hill two, but with none uh, of the context. I'm sorry, but it I would find a fa- I would find a father's like emotional attachment more something to I don't know. I think I would find but that the, more endearing. But the frightening thing is the fact of like you know obviously I'm going to go off on one of great Silent Hill again, but it's the the joy of it is that you are a guy, you are a male protagonist who is mm-hmm. a total fish out of water, and that's what makes it so scary. Yeah. For the entire game, you have no idea what's going on. You have Harry. Literally, all he knows is he has to find his daughter, and nothing's making sense. He's totally powerless to stop anything, and he's constantly reminded of this. And the the horror aspect is like the. Well, what is it? Is it demasculation or, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and I'm like, that's perfect for film. That's a horror aspect where it's like yeah, sorrow absolutely. or whatever, where it's like going, hey, the horror is you can't do anything, which you would normally mm. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm excited about the new Sand Hill 2 film because obviously Me the too. second Sand Hill film they brought out was a weird bit of fan fiction by someone who apparently is a fan, but decided to have a pyramid head versus Claudia fight at the end. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it sounded like, like a, a cheap knockoff that someone had yeah. made in the basement type thing. That, yeah. That's yeah. What it felt like, yeah. 
They're treating yeah. it like one because it's oh. like in that latest Silent Hill announcement, he, he was just talking as if there was one movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't actually happen. Really it, but the Christoph Gans movie was really good. There were some choices in it, but it's I'm really excited about the idea because out of all of them, I'm pretty sure Sandal 2 makes the better movie. Like that's yeah. the one where you look at it and yeah. go, yeah, just make that a movie. Just take the entire game as a movie. There you go. You know, uh, so I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about Christoph Gans being involved again, practical effects, and yeah, mm. we'll see. I always thought the Silent Hill franchise was an incredibly, like, beautifully aesthetically looking. I just found it very overwhelming to actually get into it, so I never mm. bothered. Mm. It's a, it's an yeah. interesting one because, like, at its like face value, like you can, I suppose, if we all played it when we were kids, that's the problem because, like, you look at it and you be like, oh, dad goes into town looking for his daughter, fights zombies, finds daughter, yay! But, like, in the same for the second one, like, oh, you know, looking for his uh, lost love, uh, you know, we'll meet you in Silent Hill type of thing, and it's like, yeah, has a weird time, fights some monsters. (laughs) Um, Finds her at the end. Obviously, there's a few different endings to both. But, like... Yeah, everyone knows it was the dog the whole time. (laughs) Which is the true ending. That's the canon ending, obviously. I was going to ask you, you, actually, what do you you take as the canon ending for, like, one? Because there's a couple. The the joy... My favourite thing about the original Sandhill that isn't in the other ones, I feel, is that all of the other ones spell it out for you. You can't Mm. get to the end of the game without knowing what it was. Like, Sandhill 2 is an amazing game, but it does go, this is the story, you have to follow this. Whereas one, you, the first time you play through that, you get to the end and you're like, what the hell has happened? Why does any of this happen? Like, who was that? What was that? And I think that's an amazing thing because we don't get that in Western media. We don't tend to go, hey, you know, we tend to give people the answers on a plate rather than being like, yeah. no, we oh, need to yeah. look around. And, you know, so the first time you play Sound Hill, you are always going to get the bad ending. Yeah, spoilers. The, the, car the bad ending one. is that <laughs> your daughter gives birth to a uh, to God. She becomes like a god, and you have what? to shoot her, and then she dies, and you're left. Oh my god! Yeah, and that you're left Sunday like night. absolutely sort of distraught. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then when you replay it, there's random things you have to do that you do would not think to do that totally unlock different endings. Like mm-hmm. so, for instance, it turns out that if you uh, have a certain item, then you can actually force your daughter to give birth to God, and then you can just shoot the God, and then as your daughter's dying, she gives you a baby, and the you know you run off with the baby, and that's the happy ending. But, <laughs> that's uh... the happy ending. <laughs> oh yeah, this is Silent Hill. This is like you know, <clears throat> it's it's like going Resident Evil. That was a happy ending. A lot of people died. <laughs> a city got nuked. So, but, but but I like the idea that you know you can happily play it and not have a clue what has actually <clears throat> happened to you yeah. because <clears throat> Harry is not the main character. Harry is yeah. not the protagonist of Silent Hill. He is a guy there doing things, and you play as him. But it's all about someone else who's not on screen most of the time. It's sorry, but that's, I, no, no, that's, no, it's fine. Uh, that's what we love. Um, but that's kind of what they went for at the ending of like the actual Silent Hill movie. They wanted that confusion. You're not knowing because mm. then she got out, or did she get out, or is it still there? That, that is an ending, effectively, in Silent Hill One, isn't it? Like the or no, I'm thinking two, the car crash thing. Well, yeah, because what the endings in two? Obviously, the canon one is the dog. So mm, where yeah. basically you go into a room and it turns out it's a tiny dog with a control room that's been controlling everything all along. <laughs> it's like on the control what? panel. Yeah, and then there's like a dog, dog song playing. 
Yeah, that was Dog Tanyan actually. But yeah, but basically the the canon ending in um, Silent Hill Two, I think, is basically that he he leaves, he gets over his grief, he adopts uh, Laura, the girl that you meet, kind of thing, and goes on and lives his life. Whereas mm-hmm. obviously the other ones are that he commits suicide, uh, that by driving his car into the lake. Uh, the other one is that he leaves with uh, Maria who he knows is going to die soon and he'll have to repeat the whole thing again and mm-hmm. go through his grief. So he he basically compensates for his grief but doesn't get over it. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's all that kind of stuff. It Yeah, like James is like one of the most interesting like horror um, protagonists ever. James Sunderland actually as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, because he's, he's like he's, worst guy ever. He's a shitbag. <laughs> when when you actually take the entire context of the game, obviously you don't know at the start that he's like a dirtbag, but mm-hmm. like he's like the, effectively the game is like he's uh he's like struggling with the guilt of leaving his like ill wife like to to die, and it's like oh. Mm-hmm. Like, is he going back to save himself, like his own reputation, or like, does he actually care enough? And you kind of get like, there's like a really like beautiful part where like you read the letter, like you remember that part, right? Where like it yeah. actually plays the letter, uh, like in her voice and stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, but it's like such an interesting game because you you don't know whether to love or hate anybody that you come across. It's so confusing. <laughs> I think the worst part is, this is a mild spoiler for the game, I'm not going to spoil the main thing, but it's basically what happens is at the beginning of the game, he's got a letter and he reads out like, you know, a paragraph from it. And it's like, oh, I'm waiting for you in Silent Hill uh, and stuff. And he's like, and then it ends and he's like, oh, I've got a letter. So I've driven to Silent Hill. And then at the end of the game, it does the letter again, but continues it. And I'm like, hang on, did he just not turn over? <laughs> yeah, he just stopped he reading. Just, you know, that would, <laughs> that would have solved the whole fucking thing if he just kept reading, you know, it's like... <laughs> And, it's a, and the full letter is obviously like his wife being like, hey, I told the nurse to send you this once I'm gone, hmm. you know, you know, and it's that. And, you know, and you're just kind of going like, just read the full fucking letter. I guess you like know? that's that's part of it as well, though, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's like there's a read on it where it's like he's so like self-absorbed. He like thinks yeah. he's like has to fix it. Um. And is yeah, he listening. doesn't want to believe he's ignoring yeah, so. he's ignoring the grief isn't he like if he yeah. can focus on fixing a problem yeah mm-hmm. you can't fix that loss but he can fix the chance that she might be in silent hill yeah, yeah. you know what's amazing though i know because he's like going deep diving into this as well which is like <laughs> <it's> psychology <laughs> but but that's the thing because if you think about like the horror games that came out we had like quite a like when the PlayStation came out, there was a quite like a a, a a lot followed it. But before mm. them, like say we went from like the Sega Mega Drive and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, like and, that and happy, six, happy. So they were quite like high concept games, like and a quite a big jump from what we were getting before. Because I think before then, the games on the Mega Drive were like Slaughterhouse, um, something yeah. uh, that was like a, a, yeah. a rift on um, like the Friday the Thirteenth films. And then when, like, mm-hmm. say, we got the PlayStation, and think the N sixty four helped a lot more towards that, and the games kind of jumped, like, and they were like the more high concept, not the side scrolling or, like, mm. say, the sports related yeah. games and stuff like that. And it became quite niche, and um, a lot, a lot, as as Sonia was saying before, a lot of games stole things. Well, shall we say, borrowed from elements from certain oh, games to, to try and uh, build them stuff. But I think, again, maybe not. Like I say, able to play these games for being a, a tart, shall we say? Uh, but um, but 
they've kind of grown and gotten more deeper and more elaborate and mm-hmm. even simple concepts like the ones we play now like the phantasmophobia ones are brilliantly worked out and like simple sim- simply uh, simply done but done better than most of the like say the games got now but even from the jump going from what we had to the PlayStation for the first Resident Evil and Silent Hill, I don't know what Silent Hill came out for the first of all, was it? Uh, it, was it was PS1. PlayStation. It 99, I think. 99? And this was before Blu-rays as well, so that like all the graphics and stuff, I know some of it was a little bit blocky and stuff and always are remaking it, but the storytelling and everything was always brilliantly done. Um, I, 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 there's not many games these days that kind of grasp or Get, get that element as well, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I totally yeah. agree. I was going to say, actually, like, based on what you were saying about The Last of Us, that mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, it it's definitely subjective, but for me, if a horror game has a plot and that plot is some form of, like, psychological horror, mm-hmm. it's more impactful. I'm more hooked. Mm-hmm. I'm more tense. Mm-hmm. And I do, I do and have played games where it's just, like, you know, just silly fun and I'm being chased by things, but they're not games that I'm ever going to remember the title of because mm-hmm. they didn't have that kind of, that hold. And I think that games like Silent Hill and Resident Evil set that precedent. They kind of mm-hmm. said, like, it can be both. It can yeah. be scary. It can be tense, but it can also be deep and meaningful. And mm-hmm. there's no reason, especially Silent Hill. Um, because yeah. we're, we're talking about horror games as well, I really wanted to ask this question as well. It's, just, it's a funny question. What games scared you the most? Oh, at Dead of Night. <laughs> Dead of Night. At Dead of Night. It's a um, it's an FMV, which is a, I can't remember the word, but it's basically where it's, it, it looks like real movie. Right. Yeah. Um, And you press an, you're in a hotel and you press an arrow to go around corners and there's a guy with a bat and he'll just be waiting around the corner and he hits you. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly the most to this day i still sometimes think about it when i'm lying in bed and i like get a little bit of a shock that it, it is so realistic oh like whenever you're in a hotel corridor and you're like oh, yeah i don't want to go down around he the corner called jimmy and he dressed up like a clown and he had like a weird wig on and well, he you just, just made it 10 times worse get out it is absolutely amazing and horrifying it's amazing that is, that is oh, brilliant right. We have to get a list of all these games so we can find them. I know. <laughs> what about you, Jake? Um, mine's going to be kind of not what you'd expect horror-wise, but I think they they definitely did set out to make a horrible game. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask on the N64 mm-hmm. is very much an absolute, like, an absolute trick if like you loved ocarina of time and you're just like oh cool they've made another zelda and like the game opens with like link getting scared off his horse so like your horse from the first game is gone he gets the fairy stolen off him as well and um then gets turned into like a horrible like plant creature like gets like gets cursed and the only way to undo the curse is to like go to this like horrible mask man who's like all creepy like selling different masks and he sort of like takes your curse away and imbues it into a mask and the game's all around all about that stuff like switching masks transforming but it turns out that every time you like using a mask to turn into like a deku scrub or like a fish guy you're actually like you you sort of taken on the form of someone who's died in the community and it's like (laughs) yeah it's like but that's literally in the game in the game text only and like obviously like it's n64 but the imagery is 
like totally dark it is an absolute i don't know how <laughs> Evil got away as well. with it. um but yeah there's like the, it, you you kind of like assuming the identities of these like pillars of the community mm-hmm. to sort of like undo the bad that happened when like they were sort of killed by like the great evil um and and <laughs> it's you've got three days to do this there's obviously time travel but the moon is basically flying towards like the land. With that face, oh it gets bigger God. every. It gets bigger face. every day, and like every time the clock goes to like midnight, it's like dawn of the second day. Like you know, like 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 twenty four hours doom. remain. <laughs> um, and like when you sort of there's a, like a festival planned for the final day, and when you're there, obviously all the music changes, and the moon is like you know huge in the sky. And everyone's just sort of like in the towns accepted like death <laughs> and they're just like having like a festival of the moon. And like if you wait the entire time and don't like actually finish the game, you just get a cutscene of like the moon destroying everything. Holy uh, shit. And that, that's Zelda. That was the second yeah. Zelda on the N64, yes. <laughs> I watched my brother play some of that because like I could never... I loved Ocarina of Time, but I was so bad at Majora's Mask, I just couldn't get the concept. Yeah. And I remember watching my brother play, like, so much of it, and I was just, like, so horrified by, it's, like, it's just, <laughs> just like, <laughs> everything in it. Yeah, I don't know what... Like, they must have set out to make a creepy game, and... But, <laughs> yeah... Like, this creepy like, pasta's based on Majora's Mask. Yeah, because, like, there's, like, because there's a horrible... Again, it's, like, a thing where you can... It's like you leave a statue of yourself behind, and it's like a, a weird link with like this horrible, like, <laughs> like sardonic grin, like plastered on his face. Um, and people have been like obviously creeped out by that tiny statue that you've got to like leave to, on to like activate platforms and stuff. Yeah, that, that was very. That's a very interesting turn that at Nintendo. Such took. a good answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. So, so Sam, can you follow that one? No, I cannot. Because <laughs> I don't. I've never been physically scared by a video game apart from when I played Resident Evil Eight. Which I think is eight, not the last one, not Village, the one before that. Seven, um, seven. Is that? seven, seven, like seven. the Texas Chainsaw. Seven is one. fucking yes, horrifying. Seven. <laughs> I played that on the VR. Oh no. my god! <laughs> and I have never been so freaked out in my life. To the I like literally instead of taking it off like any normal human being would, I just closed my eyes and hoped it would go away. <laughs> I, I, I had a it very did sim- not. I had a very similar experience, like. I, 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 has anyone seen the Friends episode when Joey gets scared and he puts the like the videotape or the book in the, the, book in, the, the freezer, freezer. in the freezer? Yeah. I was kind of like that with this game. I was playing it in the dark and I think it was the bit where he was going up the ladders and opened up the hatch to try and escape and you think, oh, he's going to go on the roof and the fucking guy comes off the roof and it's like with a chainsaw and you're just like, fall off the ladders. I was like, nope, nope, all done. Oh, this is the beginning of the game. That's it. Yeah. Isn't that just after you escape, like, your wife who tries to kill you? Like, yeah. Just yeah. before it's that. Not, it's not long after. Well, it was around about that bit where she freaks out. Mm. And she kind of like, it's all of a sudden she's there and then she's not. That was the moment that I literally curled into the fetal position and just went, make it go away. And I'm like, you know, you can take it off. Like, <laughs> That one's yeah. so interesting because, like, her there's something like weird about her face where it looks like almost real. Um, yeah, like, this, uh-huh. you could mistake the parts at the start of that game as like a real video of like an actress, but like, there's just something about the facial expressions when yeah, someone's trying to like she, kill you, like really. in first person. It's very like 
Uh, I'm not a big fan of first person games either because my eye movement, like it, it takes a lot. Like it takes a a beating basically, and I get quite motion sickness. Mm. But I stuck it out for that one. Like I just, I just wanted to get to the end. I was like, I just want to know what's going on. Uh, I remember this. Uh, this, I think the second jump scare that got us as well is when the uh, you're in the garage and the police officers there, and he just takes out the flavors of it. Well, I was like, I was like, uh, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, that's that, the, that's the thing. That's the one of the main things that gets me about like horror games because like Sonny's got in a background like Dead Space. Like, yeah, it's every, been commented on in the in the chat where everyone's every, like, look at the rooms. Every time you make a friend in Dead Space, it's like you get one ally. Like they're just horribly yeah. murdered. Yeah, and, like that happens so much in, in horror games. You never you never have like a buddy character to like you, you don't have any like, like them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna die. <laughs> and it just takes away like you see safety net like in games you usually have like you know like a posse of like random characters about but you never get to be comfortable like except for like the shopkeeper and like resident evil sometimes well well, i think i think i think the the other side of that is that when you do get someone who's constantly there who will survive they are the most annoying thing in the entire world (laughs) so you want them to die (laughs) like escort missions and stuff like in four where you've got Mm. ashley or in silent hill four where you've got like i Eileen and stuff where you're like wouldn't it be great if they just died wouldn't well they? actually you can just <laughs> you can just put her in a dustbin most of the, time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the solution is to be like okay i'm gonna protect you by putting you in a bin i put, <laughs> the, put ashley in the bin um, but yeah like ev- like there's obviously the, all the yeah. memes and like yep that's the <laughs> it's just constantly shouting for you <laughs> or like or like eileen eileen in four is the worst in santal four is the worst thing in the entire world because if you give her a weapon she'll aggro the enemies mm. Mm. But you can give her a handbag, so you equip her with a handbag, and she just runs up to a room full of enemies and goes, ha ha! And, <laughs> and the amount of damage she takes in the game affects the ending, so that's kind of horrific. Actually, I'll stop talking, because I'll probably talk about it when it comes to me. So the game that scared you the most, Graham? With that, that, you know, I've gone through several. I mean, ironically, I probably want to say Soundhill 4 because it's so terrible. Is that like one's the room. Yeah, it's such, it is one of the worst games I've ever played that's like on a grand scale, like released on a grand scale, uh, because the mechanics are awful, the plot is nonsense, and yeah, and it kind of just shits over the rest of the series. But it has mechanics in it that genuinely made me go oh, this makes me very uncomfortable because they're so bad. Like, mm-hmm. we're, like we're saying with Eileen, we're escorting her, where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, no, 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 no. And it makes me wonder what makes a good horror game. Is it how it makes you feel? Or is it... Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's there's games that make me go, I'm not comfortable with this. This is very, very frightening. And like, for instance, um, like we were saying earlier, Amnesia, The Dark Descent, that is a psychological nightmare to get through that and you're constantly on edge and you can feel like your adrenaline going and stuff from playing a video game, you know? Yeah. And you kind of go, does that make it a good horror game? And you don't exactly achieve much apart from solving a puzzle and yeah. getting to the next horrible area. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> At the end but, uh... you see a guy's willy. So... <laughs> Sorry, what game is this? <laughs> I'm actually going to say for this is me being off the wall and being a bit sort of um, what's it called pretentious I'm probably (laughs) going to say the game that scared me the most was XCOM Terror from the Deep (laughs) which isn't even a horror game but it is so 
tense. It is a, it, it's basically a game where you have to control people on a mission and there's mm. aliens that can pop out and kill your people. But when they die, they are dead. Right. And these are people that you have to train up and they're basically... Yeah, and so you get invested because you have like a squad of people that you can train up, you can give them psychic powers, you can get them trained in certain weapons and stuff like that. But then it's the idea of they can just die. They can just mm-hmm. immediately die. And it's all under this backdrop of like really creepy MIDI music from like 1995. And I just remember even when I was playing it on stream a couple of months ago when I started, it's really tense. It's genuinely you're on edge being like, oh, fucking hell. And yeah, and it's not even meant to be a horror game, I don't think. It's just a crappy pixelated nineteen ninety-five strategy game, but like this this really isn't a, this isn't a new idea, but we probably should do like Nerdy Up North XCOM. <laughs> and like <laughs> there is there is like three D versions of them and it's the same idea where like it's like the if you if your guy goes out on a mission and dies, like they're mm-hmm. gone for good. But you can name them and like dress them and like you know, like pick the like the hairstyles and everything. So uh, that's it. Probably, but yes, you're right. Like when in that's one thing video games can do that movies and stuff can't. Like they can take away your hours of hard work like in a second, <laughs> and that is sometimes like the best source of tension. Yeah. <laughs> so Bobby's mind's going to be a little bit predictable as well. Um, that like I'm a bit. I was a huge fan of the franchise of the movies when it came out. And I, I, this was before the the hype came out for the game as well, because now. Like it is, like one of the biggest horror games that's ever been made. Just be- how well it plays, but Alien Isolation, um, oh. not be- well. I was terrified playing it, but I've never been so stressed yeah. playing a game because because yeah. the like the mechanics behind the game is really simple. It's, it's hide, do a task, don't make a noise, deal with whatever it is, and then. Like remembering where you've been and remember when you where you go and having to basically concentrate because one wrong move, one wrong sound, you were fucked. And it was just that concentration level. I've never experienced anything like it. And to this day, it's one of the games that I've always wanted to complete, but I've never been able to because it 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 affects you when you're playing it. Yeah, because yeah. you've got you're so hype, like hyper aware of everything that, like, say, if I played in it for an hour, I was in a bad mood for two days. <laughs> yeah, I've never played it. Um, I'm worried my husband's actually watching this because he see he'll see us nodding and agreeing and thinking you never fucking played it. Um, I watched him play it, mm-hmm. and it was you could tell like how frustrating it would be being on the on the end of that controller. <laughs> um, and he didn't even finish it for the same reason. It's just like little I things like finished it. Yeah, turning screws and making sure you turn it to the precise way that you don't do it too fast because you'll make a noise. Or and like you're just trying to do these little things and pulling grates out. And like I love Batman Arkham Asylum for the stealth mode, but fuck me, the stealth mode yeah. this was just the hardest thing I've ever <laughs> thinking. You know, you, you're creeping around and then you get some twat running the room going, "Hey, hey, you, you." you. Bookman, what the or, fuck are you doing? <laughs> or a horrible like android that looks like a crash test dummy just being oh. like halt <laughs> you are oh, in danger I was, <laughs> I was on a proper alien high at the time like i was watching i'd been watching them all and i was like yeah let me sit and watch you play this and oh shit it's interesting because <laughs> it is like it's 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 like ripley's daughter as well so like it's mm-hmm. like it's like mm-hmm. up there in the, the the fan service echelons <laughs> of like uh what you might want to see um 
I knew when I first heard about that that I could never ever play it because like xenomorphs are like the only things that like has has been in recurring nightmares. <laughs> like, you know, from, oh no! From watching the movies when I was a kid. Um, so no thanks. <laughs> I don't want to be. I'm, I'm good. I don't want to actually walk into any rooms that might have a xenomorph in them. <laughs> just in case it appears in my dream. Oh. Um, speaking of dreams, I want to know if I've made this up in my head or it actually does exist. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, I remember back in the day, my, going to one of my friends' house, and she had bog standard PC, but she had a PC game on it. We're talking like ninety four to maybe between ninety four and ninety eight, ninety yeah ninety ninety four to ninety eight, and it was a group of girls in a dormitory. And oh, I like the sound of it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <It> in. <laughs> and it was there was being it was like a reality TV show. Like, but not as we would know reality oh, today. Yeah, it sounds is, like Night Trap. Is that what it is? And it was to do with vampires and shit. Yes. I am not making this up. <laughs> no, 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 it, it was brilliant. It, it happens. Uh, well, one of one of my drag friends, uh, Jasmine Dick, which is amazing name. <laughs> yes, amazing name. Uh, Unreal. They, they they did like a stream of it because apparently there was like a thirtieth anniversary or something. Did like a couple did, of yeah. weeks Can ago. Can we? <laughs> and. It's and on Steam, I did I think, not realize yeah. there was so much to the game, but it's it's a terrible game. Oh, like, it looked but, like, but at the time, at the time, yeah, at the time you're talking like the mid nineties, and I'm like, like you know, happily playing on my Mega Drive, and then you see this kind of thing in front, like, yeah, well, what's going on here? <laughs> well, I think Look like on a, YouTube, it, there's a there's a documentary about the making of Night Trap, which is fascinating because they're oh. all going, we like how they filmed it, how they set up the house and stuff, and how why they did the costumes the way they did, and obviously they did the costumes because they only had like three guys, and they were like, how can we make it where it looks like way more <laughs> vampires? Than I just remember being like totally like blown away by it. Like I'd seen movies where this kind of thing existed, but it was never a, like reality. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting in my friend's house, and she's like, I'm going to play this game. And I generally thought for a lot of years I was making this up. <laughs> But that's the thing, though, for the nineties for PC game, and um, I know like I was like in a crowd where if you had a PC, the only game that most people were playing was Champ Manager. Um, that that, that oh, was yeah. like that was that, that was less vampires in that. Isn't <laughs> that is. But I remember saying there was a, quite a few games where they were like based on either like mysteries or TV shows. I'm sure there was an X Files one where it was like I point and click where it's like a scene of the movie it's almost like you know like big when you see a type in scene oh, uh, yeah. gra- grab wizard grab sword but it was yeah. almost like the x-files where you like tell molder to go outside and he gets up and goes oh outside i'm sure I, I, that was one of them as well i can't remember it i might be made up wow. it was like a little bit like I got the name. it's called XCOM. Oh, i forgot the name but it, it's one of those ones the same as the original blade runner game for like pc where there's literally hours of dialogue and you just you can literally just find videos where they're like, here's all of the cutscenes and all the dialogue, and you're like, this is way more than anyone is ever going to see because it's like, <laughs> you know, they got David Duchovny to record dialogue for like, oh, you randomly die in this bit or you randomly do this, and it's like it it, it was amazing. There was so much effort put in there. Sorry, Jake, I cut you. No, off no, I, I was just gonna kind of say the same thing. Like Sonia touched on it before that it's like full motion video, like FMV, like that was the genre. There's tons of it, like. It's a it's a bit hard to get running, but yeah, there the definitely was like an X Files one. Um, mm. Night Trap's interesting because I think that made it onto the Sega CD as well, which was like the oh, CD wow. add-on for the Mega Drive. <laughs> that was like that was that was like touted as like um, 
oh, this is like the crazy band game because it's like it's yeah. like CCTV footage. Yeah, You're trying but to didn't stop the murderers like, getting in. <laughs> come out the because I because the bizarre thing is the documentary says that Night Trap was actually the filmed in the eighties, like in eighty nine or something. Wow. But then if, didn't if that, come out to like ninety three right, or something. But then like. But then didn't it come out like around the time of Phantasmagoria and everything? Oh, like, a puzzle of flesh. <laughs> yeah, every, well, it's like Phantasmagoria and then the sequel, a puzzle of flesh, which is really fucked up. Like, look at, like, watch that. Don't play it because it's terrible, but watch like a playthrough online of some poor sucker doing it for you. Um, yeah, for let's play. To be fair, though, most of these games I remember having about 17 floppy disks you had to put in just to load oh, the yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've gone into another room. Put in disk 47. <laughs> but, um, one video file. One <laughs> video on each one. <laughs> I'm feeling more and more like Grandpa Simpson. Putting floppy disk 14 in. But, but yeah, like, but it was, it was one of these weird things where Night Trap wasn't actually that scary in comparison to some stuff that was on the market at the same time. But I think people jumped on it. They kind of went, look, it's a horror game. It's corrupting kids. And it, uh, they were like, oh, look, it's a, it's a game where you kill like, like sorority girls, like, you know, like set up death Who traps hasn't for done them. That, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 2022. Yeah. <laughs> was this after, was this after the Mortal Kombat trial by any chance? <laughs> It would have been just after, yeah, because yeah. like I think MK was like ninety four, three around yeah. that time, yeah. So that's because that's when they tried to take the blood out of Mortal Kombat, so you had to put the actual cheek cord in to get the blood in the fatality so rework. Was it like Abacab or something? Was well, they really took the blood out of Mortal Kombat? Yeah, the original Mega Drive yeah. version. You had to put a cheek cord in to get the blood in, so you can get actual the fatalities. Yeah, and they then blame it's just the fucking point. <laughs> this day, they still do. They still blame games for like so much shit that. Like it, oh. it's it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Are we going to have a scream moment now? It's not the games, man. <laughs> it's the people. It's the people. It, uh, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. They did. Um, didn't they use uh, Doom in the Columbine trial? Oh. Where they said yeah. that it was Doom. That was, my good God. Doom and didn't, they, did, didn't they blame fucking everyone for that though? Where everyone yeah, except the people who actually fucking did it? Yeah, right. I, I think yeah. it's one of these things where they're, they're going to blame the games and everything, but they're not going to be like, should we get rid of guns? It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> don't be silly. Oh, no, we're just going to blame on. We're not going to take action like that. I mean, <laughs> it'd be perfectly fine for them to try and you know, like reenact the game Doom. Mm-hmm. But if they don't have guns, it's going to be harder, I think. You know, it's going <laughs> to, it's to, going to, to be to everyone who's to listening to a school massacre without the guns. To, to everyone who's listening in America, guns are bad, okay? <laughs> Doom is actually like a, a, a good one for like a, one of the first sort of scary games I probably mm. did like enjoy. Because like Doom's obviously like action packed, but it's like. You like you'll open a door and there'll be like ten demons and you're just like, Whoa. it's like proper adrenaline rush. <laughs> and there's like all that like fake metal music playing. Yeah. The only thing problem I had with sorry, the problem I had with Doom was it wasn't the fact the game I was trying I was trying to work out what I was seeing. It was that blocky and, and like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Graham. The, PC, what yeah. I was going to say, though, is the idea of, like, what is horror? Like, obviously, we can talk in, like, game terms and, like, movie terms and stuff, but it's, like, all the stuff for me is the how it makes you feel, like, how it's, like, talking about, yeah. we're talking about, like, alien isolation, really making you scared to go into the next room and stuff, whereas actual, like, visceral, like, blood and guts and stuff, you kind of go, like, I don't... I, I'm not scared by that. I'm kind of mm-hmm. desensitized to it, like, you know, where, like, Mortal yeah. Kombat, I don't 
find scary and stuff like Doom I don't find scary because it's no, no. you can solve the problem. You have lots of guns. You can fix <laughs> problems. So you know, but obviously the adrenaline's there because you're like, oh god, I've got low health and stuff. But yeah. it is strange, isn't it, how you could make something like you were saying, Majora's mask is mm-hmm. scary. Like actually is horror to you, even though there's not really that much blood in it, I assume. I'm no, not no, sure. No. You know, no, it's like know. the bleakness and like Yeah. And like yeah, like there's a there's an element of like if you're trying to you're trying to like solve a problem, but like mm-hmm. horror games often throw like that video game logic out the window where it's like, oh, you'll you'll solve something, but you're not going to be happy at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, it's interesting when you're seeing Doom because I was never a big Doom fan. I was always a Duke Newton fan. That yeah, was always I'm in the comments <laughs> right now. <laughs> see, that was always like the two ones because I think at the time. Because uh, not just because you're like the part where you could pay the strippers. <laughs> no, no. If, well, to be fair, though, you didn't. To be fair, you didn't have to pay them if you shot close to them. You used to get the tassels off anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 never, you never, you never used to say boobs, but you, if you shoot close to them, you used to wiggle and you say the nipple, nipple tassels go around. I well, don't we have time to play with that. myself. <laughs> but it's like everything. You know. There's so many. There's so many cheat codes. Like what was the, the one that was the big one? I think we've talked about the past. The Laura Craft cheat. That was. Didn't used to just make her explode though? Like that was uh, the real cheat. Yeah. So to do get Laura Craft to do a, tri- a strip on Tomb Raider was to do like this mega loads of things you used to have to press, and it never worked. But we didn't all like games magazines and stuff. They used to do it just to wind up teenage boys like me. It wasn't. It wasn't for a very long time that I didn't realize with Lara Croft that the um the aerobic the, the course thing that she does at the beginning is not the game. <laughs> <laughs> I Honestly. just used to do that over and over again, and I was like, it took years for us to be like that wasn't the game. I haven't actually played that game because I didn't get past that part. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, if you actually did, then you would be horrified because the like in like the second level of the first team Raider, it just a T Rex runs. Oh around yes, the that, that's when I wasn't. I think I was watching like a list on like Watch More Jordan. It was like something to do with the Lara Croft series and yeah. that bit with it. And I went, hang on, the what? The it's horrible. Like, like, that was... I, was doing an, I was doing an assault course. Like, what the fuck? And then at the end, you basically have to fight like a, a, like a history Lovecraft, like Eldritch Abomination. Yeah, it was on like a weird platform. That, and it was like, just like, had no of... legs and it was just yeah. dragging itself along like a, a skeleton oh, man. Oh, what did I do? <laughs> no, but that's the bizarre thing is, isn't that how Quake ends? Doesn't Quake kind of the fighting against? Is it Yogg-Sothoth? No, it's not. It's um. It was like a blood monster in Quake, wasn't it? It was. Something yeah, but it, but it's apparently Shugnigarath or something. It's one of the Eldritch like yeah. old ones or whatever, and you're like just one going, of the what the hell? Creatures. This is a Lovecraft game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but saying that though, because it's interesting talking about the Laura Croft games, because the new ones that came out for the next gen consoles were survival horrors in a way. Um, they were really good. Mm. I love them. I suppose I that did. goes back to like the Last of Us, where it's like the horror of man. Like they're yeah. the worst. You know <laughs> what? I think Graham's right though when he says like, "What is horror?" Because I think it's such a, an interesting concept, and I think we'll all have totally different mm-hmm. concepts of what horrifies us. And blue fucking you know, hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so true though. Like I. I there's certain games that are considered horrors, which to me are just action games, and I would never mm. see them yeah. as horror. Yeah. Um, yeah. Laura Croft ones, for sure, had its moments. I, 
um, there's one scene where she's one cut scene where she's in water in blood water and she rises up through oh this my blood God, water yeah. and you're like holy shit yeah. but I got the Laura Croft game when I got back into video games as an adult mm-hmm. so I, you know I, I've tolerated my husband playing in them for 16 years <laughs> um, and it wasn't I went through a really rough time in 2014 and I just remember getting Grand Theft Auto and for some reason it wasn't working so Anth went here just fucking play Batman. So I put <laughs> Batman in and it just started this like whole love affair with video games that I'd never experienced before because for for a couple of hours playing, my mind was like totally clear for the first time in such a long time. And it just, that continued. And Laura Croft was like the, the big one. Like I went out on my own, like had nothing to do with him. I went mm-hmm. and bought it. Um, and I absolutely adore that franchise so much. Like it holds so such good. a special place in my heart. For that reason, like for no, that time period, that's such a lush like connection to it as well. Mm-hmm. Like I love when there's like a an emotional connection to a game, yeah. not just because of the game itself, but because of where you were in yeah. at that point in your life. I think that yeah. matters too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Um, I mean, I wasn't going to raise it as a horror game because you know how, like you were just saying, uh, Sonbons, about the um, how you have games that are the intention is to be horror but they're not mm. like uh, i've just been playing it the other week on stream and uh, nightmare creatures that was my favorite game as a kid and if you haven't played it it's basically what it's like a bloodborne 20 years before bloodborne 30 years before bloodborne maybe right okay. but um and it's it's basically it's so odd it's basically imagine tomb raider but where you have fighting combos like street fighter so you have loads of combos where you What's can sort game? of go around and like beat up monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me so... too. I'm intrigued. <laughs> oh, it's it's amazing. Um, and there hasn't quite been a game like it because you know how games nowadays they go, you have a combo, but it's the you press the same button three times and it's the same. I mean, I'm pleased for that, Graham, like Soul because and stuff. <laughs> I am pleased for that because my brain can't take a lot in. So like, I am pleased for moments like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it, it's like I'm probably going to stream it again, so I'll pre-warn you when I'm going to do it, so you yeah. can see what it's like. But it's basically horrendous. It's Victorian London, and there's monsters everywhere. There's blood everywhere, and you can do moves to uh, disembowel monsters and stuff, and you can set them on fire and stuff. It's I'm great. in. But <laughs> that that has such an emotional connection for me because that's the game that got me through when I was having a hard time in school. So uh, when I was having like a terrible day at school or I was getting Mm -hmm. bullied or stuff like that happening, I would go home and we'd play Nightmare Creatures kind of thing. And it's like, so it's always got this, it's always going to have this place in my heart, but it's a, it's a brilliant game. Like (laughs) it really deserves a remake, but then I I assume people would be like, oh, but we've got Bloodborne now. And you're like, yeah. But it's not the same. <laughs> I love the fact that we started a, an, an not an argument, but a, a, a topic that comes up a lot with regards to video games and how terrible they are and look what they've caused and let's blame video games and everything. But then in the next breath, we're talking about how like the what they mean to us emotionally, like you know yeah. what holds place. Now look at what they do for people. I, I'll never understand why anyone can use a video game to blame something for a. Tr- I think that's more of a generational thing because we're all the generation of the computer games. That's what we've grown up with. Back in, mm. say, 50 or 40 years, it would have been like uh, movies. Then before that, it would have been books. It, it just goes through the generation gaps. Yeah, like, oh, right. it's, it still has residence with a lot of people. Like, people blame movies, people blame certain, like, like back in the day, literature for causing. Oh, uh, oh, women that act scandalous if they read these type of books and stuff like that. Um, Scandalous. I I think, though, like, I'm going to be, you know, this is me being devil's advocate, but I think there is something in, like, blaming video games for things 
But mm-hmm. the fact is, it's not the video games that make people kill. It's not video games that make someone shoot up a school. It's that's the human intention behind it. Yeah. But it probably it can probably help in a way. But I think all media can. Like fucking. Oh, definitely. What's his name? The the Zodiac. No, what? Oh, who's the crazy American killer who said his like neighbor's which, dog which told one? him to do it? Oh, oh son of Sam. Yeah, son of yeah. Sam. And obviously he was making that up. But it's this idea of yeah, anything absolutely. can trigger you. It's like watching the bloody Moomins probably make someone go like, I need to kill. Clangers. Clangers <laughs> <laughs> again. Moomins was bleak and scary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the Moomins were fucking terrifying. Um, yeah. oh, when Moomin uh, I mean, loses that... his hat, he goes fucking... <laughs> <laughs> No one oh, was what was that little girl called? Winnie Swing was it? Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, I mean, I've been no, and, uh... I've been like very vocal on this, like saying that I hate like super fans a lot of the time. <laughs> and if I'm being totally honest, video games has one of the worst fandoms on the entire internet. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, it's not. It's not the game. De- it's not all of the game developers' fault. But I think the way games are built can influence behavior and attitudes and like what you can expect. I don't think it's any horror game. It has to. It has fault. to be there in order. And it's, yeah. Just, yeah. it's just heightened and and mm. brought to and brought to a visualized conception. This is what Anthor was saying. Is it always this? Something has to be there first. A troubled, just... yeah, a troubled mind's always going to have you triggered yeah. by something. Yeah. So it could be walking down the street and seeing an advertisement saying, oh, uh, get some beans to this cookie. I haven't hit someone with a tin of beans. It's not going to be a simple... Yeah. <laughs> a simple Even though that sounds it. fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Sunderland, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I know we touched on earlier about games being turned into movies, but a lot of times... Uh, I always have like my biggest disappointments is when you get like a, a big movie that comes out. I know they don't really do many that many with the horror franchise, but when they get brought into like the game tie-in and stuff, it, it always is a little bit lackluster and doesn't have the same thing. But I think the one that I enjoyed as a kid, uh, or a teenager, shall we say, was the Evil Dead game that came out for the PS2, I believe. Uh, it was Fistful of Boomstick, it was called. Yeah. Um, what a title. Um, I, I was. It was. I think it was either PlayStation One or Two. I'm not 100, percent but uh, it was. I see a Evil Dead, Fistful of Boomstick, and it was just basically a follow-on from. Um, like, it wasn't Army of Darkness, but I think it followed on from uh, Evil Dead Two. And you mm-hmm. just play Ash and just run around. It's it's nothing complicated or anything like that. Yeah, but it's just massively enjoyable to play. And I think a lot of the zombie games do take from that as well. Um, I remember. Um, getting the xbox one and one of the opening titles was dead rising of dead rising was the first one yeah where yeah. the, sto- the storyline was absolutely batshit crazy but i just loved the fact that it was basically you would go through in a day and see how many zombies you could kill and yeah, which yeah. Right? Is this, were they quite fast zombies um, that all different types of all zombies. Ty- yeah, I remember. Yeah. I, I do remember Anne's playing that. I, was, you I, just, I think that's game. an example of it was horror in every sense, but was it horror? Yeah, you know, that, that's the thing yeah. which I'd say. It was there were zombies okay. and there was blood and stuff. But it was it like a B. It was like B movie horror though, wasn't it? Was, it? Like, yeah. Campy, like, like camp and funny. Like I, I always remember the the big chef you had to fight. Like, it <laughs> oh, that's just. <laughs> Silly I've just got the, I've been watching a lot of South Park and I just feel like I just see the chef <laughs> no, in my no, head. No. Oh, is it coming after you saying suck on my chocolate salty <laughs> Do you know what? The more I'm talking, the more I'm realizing my husband should be sat here instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you'll probably you... be watching going, yeah. <laughs> just pointing out in the chat, we had who is it? Someone has mentioned an amazing one earlier. 
and I can't find it anymore. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> never mind then. Fam, fam, fam. Yeah, no, uh, but randomly mentioning Beyond Good and Evil 2, and I'm like, oh, okay. But um, no, the uh, thing that gets mentioned there, though, is Friday the 13th on Nintendo, it's, and that yeah. was like... Oh, that yeah. Was, that was kind of scary, because you had to fight Jason as, like, the boss, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of every bit or something. Was and it, it was like Nintendo or SNES? It was the first I Nintendo. I think it was Nintendo. It was, it was terrible. Like, oh, the graphics were awful, it, and it was like, how... See, <laughs> see in, in my in, in my neighbor, well, Street, you either, if you were posh, had a Nintendo, or if you were, like, scummy like me, you were a bit, had a Mega Drive. I had a Master yeah. System. I had a Mega Drive. I had a Master <laughs> System when everyone else had a Mega Drive. Oh, <laughs> oh, at least you no. got Alex the Kid. Alex the you were Kid. Like, Alex <laughs> you were like, why are my was... games different from everyone else's? Why doesn't my Sonic as fast? It's all recently. Like, down to spin, I was like, it. I can't spin. I can only roll down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I never had a Sega growing up at all. So it was like, uh, mm. yeah, when, when I when I started going out with someone who like they were a Sega kid, and I was like, I don't know any of these games at all. And realizing that I'd never played Sonic when you're in your twenties, I was just <laughs> like, going, what the hell? You know, because I was a Nintendo kid. That's all we had, and there weren't any horror. Like Sega had all of the horror. It had like Splatterhouse, Maniac had, like, Mansion. Even again, oh, that was good for the, for the snares on the nest. <laughs> if if you had the cart that allowed you to microwave the gerbil, then uh, the hamster. <laughs> Oh, did they actually take that out of the game at some point? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. You know how nowadays they can patch games? Back then they just had to be like, okay, let's all the carts we make from now don't have that bit in and they don't let you do that. And so they must be worth a fortune if you have the original like 10,000 carts before they went, hang on. (laughs) Like, because literally what you do, if you don't know Maniac Mansion, this is probably not going to make any sense, but you basically ring the doorbell in the house and the guy the kid upstairs is like oh that must be my parcel and he goes down and then he sneak into his room kidnap his goal is um uh hamster and then put it into the microwave in the kitchen and two of the characters are sick enough to actually do it and then he just goes bleh and then to make it worse you can take the you can pick up the remains of the hamster <laughs> as an item wow. and give them to him <laughs> Wow. This is a oh, this is another level. Wow. <laughs> but hang on, you've you've touched on something good here. This is another level of horror where if you leave children with a bunch of tools, <laughs> what horror do they create? <laughs> like if, like with Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that. He's just oh, like, oh, it's wow. a hamster. Guess where this is going? <laughs> well, like in but Grand Theft Auto, when you find like your little cousin like beating up old ladies on the street, and you're like. <laughs> Um, well, it's got to learn somehow. <laughs> is, there, um, is there a horror game that you will constantly go back to? Like, regardless of how many times you've played it, you will constantly go back to it. Um, probably the one at the moment is Phantasmophobia. Just because, I, it's, it's again, I'm not, I wouldn't say it's as fun as playing it by yourself. But it's it's class when you play it with a group of people. Like, I, 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 I know there's probably there's videos of me on YouTube, like, not enjoying it at, at, at all, but <laughs> but you will cl- keep going back to it. Yeah, the first time we played it, um, we didn't record it or anything. We were just pissing around, and and it helped us set it all up. And I had these headphones are like once they're on, I can't hear anything like around us, and we're setting. Uh, 
playing away and all of a sudden I felt something on the top of my head and I screamed the place down. <laughs> like literally screamed in Paul's ear. All because he walked in and we were, like I said, not recording. I can't see anything behind us. Um, it, I absolutely shit myself. <laughs> was it a spider or something? No, it was or... my husband touching me. Oh, right. <laughs> Panther walked in because, like I say, I can't hear anything when these are on. And he walked in behind us and he put his hand on the back of my head and I screamed. But yeah, <laughs> right down I, Paul's ear hole. <laughs> that, that game to me is like, um, it's like, it's like how you would get a really low budget horror film that, like, on paper shouldn't work. But, like, because <laughs> if, if you just get into it and sort of get invested a bit, yeah, like, it looks stupid a lot of the time. Like, the character models are awful and they kind of walk around like this and sort yeah. of <laughs> like weird robots. But, like, it's got that, like, kind of like charm of like a really low budget movie where <laughs> you can, it like, it is a lot of fun. We, me and Donna have had, me and Donna have had raves in the oh. middle of it. <laughs> Well, I was lost in the asylum, yeah. so it wasn't on screen, unfortunately, because no. I was just lost on my own. <laughs> we did, we did. We were like, Do you know what? Nobody's watching us. No one's listening to us. Let's just rave away. And it was like me, Donna, and Tucky in the background, just playing, just singing dance music. Was it too? It was too unlimited, wasn't it? Going no, There's no, no limit. Yeah. <laughs> There's no limit. But when me and Goodwill played it, we just stayed in the van most of the time. <laughs> oh, I have to say, Goodwill is a funny at that game. He's such a fruity cat. <laughs> He's got to probably in a in a, in a hook, hook now, but uh, um, but yeah, that, that's probably the one I would go back to most. Just not because, because I well, to be honest, I don't really get much time these days now. <laughs> that's the thing with like the get so immersed and doing everything that we do, like like say with the podcast and like with the community now. I don't really get much time to play these games. So the ones where I can just pick up and just do something for about yeah. fifteen or twenty minutes, or if we arrange like an hour session, it, mm-hmm. it's always good to do it. Like, and then a lot of people do like the laugh at us apparently. So that's always good. But <laughs> I, I, and I and I know Jake keeps on going on saying he wants the Sonic Race three, but it's not going to happen. That I was too, <laughs> I was I'm, I was too traumatized after the last time. Uh, There'll be some kind of Faustian bargain I can get you into. <laughs> <laughs> <to find. laughs> but yes, uh, what about Graham and Sonia? Anyone? What's going on? I've been thinking um, <laughs> about the game that you always go back to. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, I've got two. Am I allowed to have two? <laughs> There's no rules here, Sonia. <laughs> so I've got two, and the reason I've chosen them both is because they're games I've played in excess of ten times each mm-hmm. um, on multiple platforms. So the first one is Alan Wake, um, oh. which I have played on both Xbox and PC on expert difficulty, nightmare difficulty. Like It's just one of those games I'm like, I think I'm going to pick that back up. I'm gonna go back Inspected to that. all the thermoses, have you? Yeah, get all the thermoses, <laughs> get all the manuscripts. Like, I just love it. I love that. I, I, I think that would make a, a brilliant movie as well. Um, it's like Stephen King horror. I love that. I was shit. gonna say, I think like you guys would like it, Paul and Sammy, because it's like a, it's like a, a Stephen King. Like, mm. if Stephen King was a horror protagonist, like, because yeah. Alan Wake is the writer of the story. Oh, and right. stuff. You're like oh. stuck inside your own horror story that you've written. Yeah. It's yeah. so clever. It's so clever. And then the other one's Bioshock. Yeah, oh, Bioshock is an amazing game. We yeah. haven't oh, mentioned Bioshock, have we? Despite no. it being so good, that's weird. Bioshock yeah. is the one game I managed to get to the end on my own with absolutely nothing, absolutely no ammo or anything like that, <laughs> and Ant had to come in and finish it just purely with nothing. 
With a wrench. <laughs> With a wrench. <laughs> Absolutely, he was so angry at me. <laughs> Going back to Sonia's first pick, I think I try like I, visually. I love the look of Alan Wake because it was very like Sand Hill like aspects. But I could never get away with it simply for the controls. I've never mm. been so infuriated by a control system because it was one where it was everything was reversed and everything. Like you pressed up to look down and down to look up and That's stuff. You can turn that up though, you know. I know, but at the time I didn't know the how. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so. how. That's how I actually play video games. I have to reverse things. My brother oh, does no. as well, and I, I get called a lot of names in my household for that. But it's literally how my brain works. You know what? Though N sixty four. If you if you had an N sixty four GameCube, most of their thingies were reversed. Reverse. So that might be why. It's a if bit of a Japanese thing. If I'm pointing down, I want to be looking down. If I'm pointing up, I have to be looking up. Like that is how my brain works. And you have never seen me go nuts when it's not reversed like i lose it <laughs> so interesting yeah. what about you graham have you have you got a pick yet uh i've, I've already mentioned them i'd probably <laughs> obviously nightmare creatures i go back to all the time it's a proper comfort game for me because you can just pick it up and do a couple of levels and just kill some monsters and stuff but uh probably back to sand hill one it's the fact <laughs> of wow i have played that i've only been streaming for like sort of four months, five months, something like that. Mm. But it's the idea of, I've probably played through Silent Hill like about nine times on the stream, <laughs> and I'm just going, that is a disproportionate amount, considering, <laughs> you know. It's one of those games, though, where it has so much interest in trivia, because I think the fans have been like so interested in like figuring it out. But mm. like, there's even like weird stuff like, you know, like the school we were talking about before, like yeah. the wall textures are like ripped straight out of Kindergarten Cop. Because, yeah, the, the, because references... the developers were like, we need to, an American school, and obviously you couldn't Google in the 90s, so they just watched <laughs> Kindergarten Cup and, like, copied down the posters and, like, the layout of the for school. for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're, no really low, they're really low, sort of, um, low quality, but it's got stuff like, you know, the don't do drugs posters and stuff yeah. from, like, like there's you know, no, it's not like It's not like they've got, like, a secret Arnold reference hidden. Like, they were genuinely, <laughs> they were, like, innocently being, like, we need a reference for an American school. Yeah. <laughs> like, they weren't making a joke. <laughs> but there are loads of homages, because basically it's like Santa, oh, God, I could go on forever about Santa. Ward. No, um, don't, I, I'm loving this Silent Hill talk, because every time you talk about it, I'm just doing a little effect for Nash coming down every time. <laughs> oh, I can't see it. On <laughs> no, that's really, you know, how <laughs> but it, it's, it's the fact of like it's it's a homage it's basically ja the, what makes it so good is that it's japanese people being like what is american horror and then yeah. watching loads of american mm. horror and having a totally different take on it than what we have so they're basically going oh it's all stephen king and so they're mm. make they're basing this city based upon what they've seen from stephen king stuff and, yeah um, you know, do you know all of the streets in silent hill are named after different horror writers so you know they're named like kunt street and uh What's it called? Um, oh, no way. Backman Road, which is obviously one of Stephen King's aliases and stuff. And it's, yeah, and it, like, and then there's so many references. Like, for instance, there's a gardening supply shop that you can find called, like, um, oh, it's from Little Shop of Horrors. What the, um, Seymour. Oh. It, it's not Seymour, it's Mr. Something Mr. or other. Mr. Sputnik. Sputnik, yeah. So you can find, like, Sputnik's, like, uh, what is it, like, flower shop or whatever, like, in, <laughs> in Sand Hill. And there's, all these little references scattered all over the place and stuff. And, oh, it, cool. you know, 
And I, I think that's pretty cool because it's a game where you can constantly find stuff. For instance, mm-hmm. like it's a whole city and you can go into random buildings and go, oh, there's nothing here, but there's little bits of law. So, for instance, if you go into the police station, it's totally unessential. But if you go to the police station, there's loads of notes that basically talk about there being a dro- drug tra- drug trafficking ring in Silent Hill that ties mm-hmm. into the wider plot. But obviously yeah. on your first playthrough, you're not going to do that. <laughs> so you play through the game, get the worst ending the first time, and then when you replay it, you're like, well, what else can I do? And then you go into different places and you try different things and then unlocks other stuff that then mm. changes the ending. It's it's a fascinating game. Cool. Oh, we totally said that wrong. It's Mushnik. Mushnik, there we go. Sputnik, Sputnik. Sputnik is like, the right? somewhere. Thank you. I can't see that, the name. Sorry, I'm, I'm going my glasses on. I don't know how you pronounce it, but what, Brian 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 Ryan. Choose a name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it Brian or Ryan? One of them. But... um. Uh, no, it, it basically one of the the thing one thing that is totally essential to get the good ending in the game is to find do a side quest where you find like a vial of like red liquid that is totally essential. That is the only way you can get one of the good endings. And to do it, you have to go to random places. You just have to randomly go into a bar, save one of the other characters from getting killed. And then he drops his like hotel key and then you go, oh, examine the hotel key, go to that hotel. And there's a note on the door saying, oh, well, the code is in this building here. So you go to that other building, blah, blah, blah. And then you go down this big route and find this red liquid and he comes in and just snatches it off you being like, what the fuck are you going to like give me that? <laughs> you know, and you're like, what? And because so, obviously you're left being like, what the hell's going on? I've done this whole side quest. All there was at the end of it is this red liquid. And then this guy's come in, threatened my life and nicked it off me. Like, and you're left going, what the hell? And then at the end of the game, he turns up and he's like, hello, I have this really important red liquid. And it's what causes the you know, uh, the boss to change and you to get the good ending. Good ending. <laughs> it's Sandhill, you know. What about you? You're making it sound so cool. Like, I've seen some, like, the the artwork for it, the cosplay, like, and I the mean, cosplay looks incredible. The graphics aren't... You've got yeah, to use that... your imagination a lot. <laughs> well, this is oh, why I was right. kind of annoyed, because, like, with Sandhill 1, it's so dated. It's, like, really... It's really blocky, because it was for the PlayStation 1, so mm-hmm. they couldn't do... and And... I was talking about it the other day, but it was the idea of, like, they did the coolest thing in the entire world. Rather than going, what are the limitations of the system? Oh, well, we can't do our big idea then. Instead, they went, no, how can we make our idea work? So they basically went, hey, we want you to run around a whole city and go into all these buildings and have all of these different posters and stuff everywhere. And obviously, the PlayStation 1 couldn't handle that. So instead of just going, oh, well, we'll limit our ideas, they went, no, you can do that, but we'll mask the draw distance by putting fog in. So you can't mm-hmm. see further than a couple of bits ahead of you. Uh, you know, and and then they, uh, and then obviously they made the graphics, like the pixel, the polygons are way less than they could mm-hmm. be at the time. Yeah. And it desperately needs a remake. But I remember, oh God, I remember eight. Ages ago with my music, I contacted Konami to see if I could get like permission to use a Silent Hill sample in a song mm-hmm. and had this big back and forth with like their, oh, forgot what the team was called. But basically they ended up kind of admitting, we don't know who owns the rights to this anymore. <laughs> well, like, no oh. way. Because yeah, I think the publishing company went bust. So they published Silent Hill 1 and then they went bust. 
And then they're like, we don't know where it is. And I think that's the reason why it never appeared on anything, but anything right. it didn't appear, like there was no like remake and stuff. Well, yeah, so so it, we can do its own Sandhill like thing if we got so clever. <laughs> I, maybe. I because that's the weird thing, because I remember when Sandhill 3 there was a big kerfuffle because they used voices from the first one in and they didn't credit the actors. But I think there was also a thing of going, Oh, but we can't it's too difficult to work out how to use the samples from the first one because it's in limbo or something. But I wonder yeah, if I think that's the, why that the voice actor for remake. Harry, I think, did actually try and sue because he but, didn't. No, get... that was two. That was, was two. The voice actor for James was just like, I didn't get any royalties, and Konami were like, Yeah, the contract was a one-off payment, and he's like, No, 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 no. It wasn't. <laughs> You've used and it again like... for a different project. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, you know, uh, James really, really did not get on with the voice actor for Alice as well. Like really? apparently they really hated each other in any of the scenes they had together. Well, apparently he was just—he was the man off the street as well, wasn't he? Like the the first actor for James, he'd brought his daughter in to audition, and they were like, "Oh, you you seem all right." And he's not exactly a good voice actor, but it's because it's that kind of lends Maria itself to some of the weird uncanniness. Fight <laughs> me, you know. Everyone is terrible to do, but that—that's what worries me, me about the remake they're doing of Sandal Two, where you're just going, "This was lightning in a bottle." Yeah. I wonder mm. what two will be like with competent actors and like competent acting. Like, you know, where because Angela's awful. Angela is an <laughs> awful actress. Like, you know, and all the voice work, but then it kind of adds to it. it adds it's like Twin Peaks, isn't going, it? Yeah. Well, I, I read totally that it was done on, like that on purpose. Is that not true? That I don't think were, so. Were... I think they were just terrible because because I think the problem is with a lot of these Japanese studios, they just grabbed people like uh, Sonia uh, trying to be a... nice. <laughs> no, no, I did. I, I read it very recently that they purposefully gave them poor translations and they weren't allowed any context so that the, it sounded like their their, their inflection and their oh, tone really? was in the wrong places because what they wanted was for you to feel uncomfortable through mm. the dialogue. It worked. Which actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> when Jake said Twin Peaks, that kind of makes sense. It's that kind of almost sounds like they're speaking backwards. Because, but you don't yeah. know, like you you can't always tell if they're in on the joke either. Like in yeah. Twin Peaks, when you're like, is this supposed to be fun? like like the answer yeah. is yes. The people filming it know it's supposed to be weird. Yeah, but it kind of makes you like second guess it, doesn't it, at the time? Because <laughs> it's that weird thing in Japan. Because I think they're better with it now. But it says that there's an amazing guy who does a lot of horror themed thing called his YouTube channel is called Incribbon. And his real name is Kai, and he's on, like, Instagram and stuff like that. And he's, like, interviewed all of the people that were involved in Resident Evil games because he's obsessed with them. Um, but, like, apparently in when you live in Japan, you just get random, like, they'll just get Western actors. They'll just get, like, people who aren't Japanese. And they'll be like, you'll be in our game. You'll do voice acting. And it's like, but I'm not an actor. And they're like, it doesn't matter. Like, in the original Resident Evil game, like, you know, the full motion video, like, the actors mm. in the original and stuff, where it's like, no, don't go. You yeah. know? <laughs> they're not actors. They're just people off the street where they went, oh, we'll put... You'll, we'll put a beret on you. You're Jill Valentine now. Like, they, <laughs> and then the Japanese were like, "Oh, we don't even speak Japanese, so we don't know whether you did that line right." So, um, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> it's just like, okay. This great. looks like Chris's blood. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know, and, and I like the idea of it being like that, but I think with Santel too, because that was years later when they were a bit more savvy. There's yeah. probably a lot of truth and, in them going, and, "Hey, um, just." be really awkward you know and on a bit more of a serious note like the team who's taken it over uh bluber team um mm. they've had they've got in some like they've got some really like problematic stuff in there like horror games where it's like 
they've basically like vilified like mental illness and been like right. one of the one of the games suggested like it's okay to, to shoot mentally ill people wow. so, like, oh so, my ev- so everyone's kind of like all the big silent hill 2 fans are like very much cringed when they were announced um so there's not much faith right. but they did announce Especially they did when announce two is the one that doesn't ones. need the remake one needs yeah. a remake Two is like that's fine. With the fans have done a proper HD version of it that's all they souped did, up yeah. and everything. They fixed it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I, you know why are they doing two? Like, but, but it makes wonder if there's a problem with out. the rights for one or something. So like maybe they can't use the name Harry Mason no in a game yet. or something. Mm. There hasn't well, but, been any releases this year at all. To be fair, mm-hmm. so. So, going back on the topic we were talking about, Jake, what would be the game that you would go back to? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I totally... Ba- totally no, I love... Silent Hill's a great topic. It's so weird and interesting. I thought, I thought Jake answered... I did not. No, no, I tried. I, I'm keeping up to date. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Resident Evil Four for me because it's, is that the one that you and so, Sammy just can't ever finish? No, no, no. That's five. <laughs> um, <laughs> four, because ah, four five. four becomes less scary over time because it has the um, new game mm. plus mechanic <laughs> where you just keep on getting more and more powerful the more times you play through. Um, and to be honest with you, that is more of an action game, like how Ed Sonia was saying. Like, there's a there's a few horror in the mm-hmm. horror genre that are more actiony, and that definitely is like a B movie action mixed with like there's definitely like scary parts, but I'd say it's like it's like fifteen percent of the mm-hmm. time is horror. Um, but just gets so it's it just gets so silly because you get like you know one hit kill gun when you complete it like and go through again then you're like oh hang on now I've got infinite bazooka ammo <laughs> this <laughs> boss is going down. <laughs> Bless. That's what I needed in Bioshock and I never got it. Um, no, me and Jake are playing five. Right. Well, we were until it deleted the save. <laughs> well, it, it well it basically like acted as if we didn't complete the chapter. <laughs> which well, it's is not count that worse. I saved it. I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to check that. <laughs> to be fair, though, four has loads of replay value because of the mercenary scenario. Like I, I spent days playing that, and you know where you get all the characters. You, you know, you see how long you can last. And yes, yeah, so you like can that. actually That's like really play good. as Ada finally. <laughs> Krauser, I did Krauser all the time because you know the what's it? The, his special move where he does the claw thing, and it just goes like it just kills everything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, that game's hilarious because like Leon's like just this like a smarmy mm-hmm. asshole who's like trapped <laughs> in a horror thing, but he's still like hitting on his like you know woman on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and he's working for the president. <laughs> I, I, and I love. I didn't realize this when I played it, but apparently it's his first day on the job. Like his, which seems a bit. He, odd. He's ro- rookie cop, Leon. Yeah, S. so Kennedy, rookie. Yeah. So his first oh day God, on the job in Resident Evil Two. The city's been taken over and yeah. everyone's dead. Uh, and then his first day on the job, I don't know why they went, hey, your first job is save the president's daughter. It's like... <laughs> Prove your rookiness, son. Hey, you and it. the president's like, oh, I've got others. You know, but it's... <laughs> I've got no special agents I can let, let away. We'll, we'll, we'll let them like, oh, They're all busy, you know. And would anyone class the Gears of War franchise as kind of horror? Given yeah, it's war. Horror? I think it's super subjective. I think for some it'll be the epitome of horror and for others it'll be action. Mm-hmm. It's got yeah, the I mean, berserk it's I got the berserker part where you have to like tension. stealth. Mm. Oh the berserk oh, is yeah, the scariest yeah. thing. That's what I mean. Like there's some tension in like there's some boss fights where you can't 
like hurt the boss and you've got like it don't it, it, it like only he uh, it can only hear you can't see you so mm-hmm. you've got like yeah <laughs> you've got to like sort of like corral it to like the right spot but it just like charges at you like a horrible like... i just absolutely love that <laughs> franchise it's the first game that i went live with like real people and played and i was like wasn't that one of the first ones that they got the cheat bots in where they're like no like no aim shoot headshots and stuff like Probably. that around, around corners and things it was just driving you nuts when you played online for that one but um i can't remember it was so I, long ago i love the first game as was like was it the second one that kind of broke your heart with dom was it no the third no, one was the third, third one is when third one. your heart gets <laughs> everyone broken. remembers that part yeah, yeah the yeah. first one is super duper fucking hard um, and yeah. again had to call upon the husband to come help with that one but the second one that was made for me that I loved... was that was my tempo. That was my ability was yeah. to play that game. I loved um, the berser- Jake's called it perfectly. The berserker like levels were just so mind frustrating. The you used to get angry at the first one where he's in the church is just terrifying. But the frustrating one is when he's on the train and the berserker and you're just trying to go through yeah. the levels on the train. It's just like. Fuck this train and fuck yeah, like, oh, fuck you're like, train. oh yes, you're like, oh yes, it's the last train level. It's like this is this is fine. We're gonna go in guns blazing, and then the berserker shows up. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh. I remember, um, I remember, Anthony always being like, do you know that the first one is just so he was like being trying to be nice about it. It's just really, really hard. Like, and he was he ended up having to finish it for it. again. I am the worst gamer ever. If I get stuck <laughs> or frustrated, I just shout for Anthony. I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> help me. What wasn't this one? The- first I don't know I could be wrong was it the first type of game that done the reload thing where if you had a reload it's done it fast yeah no no the act of reload on your gun so if you hit it perfectly you got like more points and yeah it had like a little a little mini game like a a rhythm game thing yeah and like then Bender would be like nice (laughs) the third one absolutely it's the first time I cried at a video game oh Dom yeah Dom I think I've, I've cried I'm... at pretty much every video game I've ever played. Frustration yeah. or just emotion? Just a bit of everything. Sometimes oh. I just cry because I'm happy. Like... <laughs> like, like, when get... like when you drop the stick in Tetris, you know, it's like, it's yeah. beautiful. How <laughs> <laughs> many lines are just cleared? <laughs> but, uh, but Sam made a good point earlier as well, because we said, said there's nothing coming out. But it seems strange that they're focusing on a lot of the games now on remakes rather than brand new games. Like everyone's get like the last few years has been Resident Evil One, Resident Evil Two. There's they are remaking I, uh, four as well. They've just yeah. I've just seen in the, in the chat actually someone mentioning that yeah. there's yeah. been like no big exclusives because we have a PlayStation. We're not we are PlayStation family, and there's been no exclusive out this year. As if I can like mm. if there has, it's bypasses. I can't remember. But a lot of the, like, even the newer games, are they using the same mechanics? Like, uh, was it Dead by Daylight? Um, like, say they keep changing it by bringing new characters. It's like, it was, it's big on the PC. A lot of people seem to like to play it. Mm. But then they brought out the Friday the 13th uh, game that was pretty much exactly the same game mechanics, just instead of being chased by Monster of the Week was by Jason Verhoey. So you could, have, or you can play as Jason. Um, yeah. and depending on what powers you had, but it just seems strange that, now the technology's moving on and like always when they bring out the next gens or the next things, they've always got these big, big games that come out like where the Xbox one or the Xbox 360 was uh Gears of War. As you said, it could be like a horror franchise. We've not 
had now we've got the new uh, Xbox X or whatever it's called now Xbox whatever series 15 X. million <laughs> Series X uh, which is XLX. pretty much it just looks like a fucking speaker and then, the, and, the, and, and then the Starship PlayStation 5 that looks like it's about to take off and take us all with us the size of the bastard it, honestly yeah <laughs> I'm surprised ours is actually because it's sitting in, it's on the be- it's actually on the bedroom floor and I'm surprised we haven't booted that over so many mm. times by now but <laughs> My God, it, it kind of like stays in this place. But there's no big like announcements or like all yeah. we're hearing is remaking this, remaking that. Um, well, I know... mm-hmm. sorry, there's a game due to come out mm-hmm. um, by the a lot of the developers of Dead Space called the Callista Protocol, mm-hmm. and that looks incredible. And that looks like it's going to be it's it's a big game, um, mm-hmm. like a triple A game, and. Mm-hmm. That's it. It it looks like I'm, a copy and paste. It to be honest, but I'm still I'm really excited about it because <laughs> the problem is that there there is a remake of Dead Space coming out, and that's coming out from EA. Yeah. And the actual people who originally made Dead Space, who aren't with EA, are making a remake of Dead Space called the Callisto Project. <laughs> and everyone's kind that... of like going, I I think I know which one will be better, but let's see. <laughs> you know. Well, apparently as well, like EA like did them dirty on that remake. I think they were like they were happy to like help out like the original mm. developers and stuff and like give some advice, but I think they just basically hand waved them away and were like, yeah. No, we're just remaking Dead Space. <laughs> like we don't need your <laughs> <Yeah>. help. <laughs> yeah, and, and if we can learn anything from Dead Space 3, it's that they don't know what Dead Space is about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's thing because that's a game I've never played, but I have heard so much people talk Dead about Space. Dead Space. I've never played it. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. it is, <laughs> you need to play it. <laughs> it is one of the most satisfying games to play in the yeah. entire world. Like, it's it's the, you know, when you enjoy playing a game mm-hmm. for the mechanics, like actually yeah. attacking the enemies is amazing. The stamping on things is amazing. Oh, my God. The, I could the way you navigate. From it's... now to eternity. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I literally just going around. It's wonderful because the way it works is obviously unlike other games, you don't shoot the zombies in the head. You don't shoot the monsters in the head. You have to cut off their limbs. And then mm-hmm. once you've cut off all their limbs, yeah. they can't attack you. And then you can stamp on their heads and stuff, um, <laughs> which is brutal in its own sense. Mm. Who cares? It's so but good. It's this, but it's just so satisfying. It's like, um, like yeah. it's, it's got like Event Horizon vibes as well. Like, mm. yeah. As oh, in I like, you know, so like they, they uncovered an ancient monolith and then everyone turned into like flesh monsters. Well, well basically, <laughs> de- Dead Space is that they just went, hey, Re- Resident Evil 4 is amazing mechanically. Event Horizon is amazing the- thematically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> How do we get zombies in space? <laughs> Eldritch horror. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lovecraft again. Yeah, and there's a cult. <laughs> Paul loves a cult. <laughs> I only start them by accident. So <laughs> there's loads of people in the chat talking about Resident Evil Five and uh, how much they hate it and the, the boulder yeah, punching yeah. bit. Yeah. really enjoyed it. I'm not a huge fan of Five. This is like, I, this is what I gotta fair. say though. I keep saying this like Resident Evil is like anime as shit. Always has been. Always will be. But people don't get that. <laughs> like yeah. they don't expect the anime, and then it all comes at the end. <laughs> I tell you what, Dragon Balls I don't think Resident Evil has more like, any other franchises anymore as many memes as anything out there with Resident Evil, especially with the latest one with the village with the giant vampire woman that everyone yes, suddenly, yeah, suddenly yeah, become yes. attracted to. Like, um, and everyone hey, comes there. Her for Halloween. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> we have to get the picture. have to get the picture put up on now. So. <laughs> I do. I do actually have. I do actually have, and started the game in the first five in the first five minutes. Absolutely frustrated the life out of us. 
because I literally got lost in a snow blizzard and I don't know how to yeah. get out. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Yeah, five minutes in. Mm-hmm. So I turned it off. And now I'm playing Stick of Truth because oh. that's where my brain went to. <laughs> that could be a horror yeah. film, Oliver. It's, it's Sonia getting, getting the picture up for us now. I am get, I'm getting the picture up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was getting How do I share though. it? When we were talking about um, when we were talking about remakes, sure, like <laughs> I, I, I heard a good argument the other day for remakes, where um, they're basically saying, "Yeah, but you can't get kids nowadays to go, hey, play this game that looks like five polygons, like Silent Hill One or whatever." Wait, but they'll you know, um, like, but because they'll play kids Minecraft. can't do it, and therefore the idea of like it is kind of cool <gasps> that if they remake it to revitalize the franchise, that kind of makes sense. But can't kids just play PS One games, Sonya? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to get the pitch. Yeah, are, you, are you showing it on stream? <laughs> Trying I've, to. I've posted a chat, but I don't know how to share oh, it. I, I'm just getting the, It's like a link mode. Go. I don't want to leave. There we go. There we go. I, I posted it up there. It's on the stream now, so don't worry. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Sorry, it's me messing it up, but yes. So it's... it's all gone fragmented for me, and it looks kind of cool. It's like this mosaic jumble of <laughs> bits uh, of people. Oh, yeah, uh, necromorphs. Yes. <laughs> My own fault. I should have went in. This, I should have went in this studio mode, but that looks. It looks. Cool. Oh, she looks amazing. You look amazing. Definitely, definitely pulling it off. I was thinking, <laughs> I, I was actually tempted to do that as a drag Halloween costume, just, <laughs> you in, just do you that know, and just keep the beard anywhere. and everything. And then I think there's a cosplayer called Leo. Leo Bane, is it? No, what? Uh, I don't know. But basically, he did it, and I was like, oh. It's not going to get better than that. That is oh. fucking. That's <laughs> such a good costume. It is. Yes. Thank it's you. Amazing. It's amazing. You look absolutely I'm amazing. Buzzing with it. Let <laughs> <laughs> you go around choking people. If get online, they'll be paying for the service. So. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, pay money for it. Definitely. It, it's it, we're in a weird space now when it comes to like say horror games because as as Graham and everyone's mentioned we are going back revisiting the older ones rather than could, like mm-hmm. I know there has been a few great ones that well I was uh, on the cusp of being amazing but not being there I know uh, Dead was it Dead Island uh, the one with the zombie and you like kind of three running through the city where you had to stay yeah. and go through the day or try not. When it gets dark, it's that, that was, was that the one where light. the trailer was better than the game. I think you, Dying yeah, Light you, was it. You mixed it up. Dying Light was very similar. The trailer was the backwards trailer. Yeah. And everyone was like, this game's going to be amazing. And then it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was not. We've been the playing. Was so um, good. <laughs> we've been playing Call of Duty Zombies. Oh my <laughs> God. I love zombies <laughs> so much. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to watch my husband try and not lose his temper, come and play this game with us because I am terrible at it. How, honestly, and I would love to. Nobody who I play games with will play zombies because they, I, you know, it's shit. And I'm like, it's oh not- no, I absolutely <laughs> loved it, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as good as him. I don't have the years. Like, of concentration experience that he does so i'm like trying my hardest and he has to keep coming reviving us and you should see him trying he's like gripping the controller and shaking and i'm like are you angry at it? and he's like no it's absolutely <laughs> fine <laughs> i, tell you I what, love though, it though it's so much fun if, if, if there's i know which one graham's gonna pick but if there was one game because we've talked about remakes as well if you were gonna go back <laughs> And 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 modernise and remake now. Which ones would you pick? Wait, no, I'm actually really excited for Graham's answer. I don't know what. 
<laughs> well, Paul, maybe I'll surprise you. Um, I'll start on mine. I would love to see a modern dies and uh, like an up to date version of Left for Dead. All right, yeah. Because I think yeah. it, it still mechanically it works well now, but mm. it's just lacks a bit a, rough a, around the edges, it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so I would love to see a polished version. I and... tried it. It's called Back for Blood, but it's like. It doesn't have like the same heart that Left 4 Dead yeah. had, if that makes sense. Left 4 Dead's so much fun, man. Mm. Yeah, Left 4 Dead Two is actually quite good as well. Normally, the sequel, even though it's exactly the same game, it's there's not really much changed in it, but it's just more violent, I think. But I would love to like <laughs> see a, a Left 4 Dead uh, remake or a modernized version. Yeah, cool. I what would. About what about you, Jake? I don't know if there's anything left that hasn't been remade. <laughs> like, two games ever. Board, well, what about Zelda? <laughs> it's been, it had a 3DS remake. <laughs> it, I mean, it would be nice if they did like a, if they put that 3DS, like the two of them on the Switch, because, um, I mean, mm-hmm. nobody's going to dig out the 3DS and scalpers are probably putting the cartridge on for like, oh, it's like 70 quid now just because we <laughs> held on to it. <laughs> because Nintendo yeah, do- doesn't always remake things. The bastards. Um, <laughs> but no, like, um, honestly, like a lot of the stuff, yeah, I think everything that I liked has or is in progress of being remade. I don't know if I will play the Resident Evil 4 remake because I'm not sure what you could really do to that. And it still feels pretty modern, just because like I'm technically an old gamer now, and <laughs> <laughs> I had it on the GameCube when it came out in like '05, so it, that doesn't feel like too long ago as far as <laughs> game graphics go. <laughs> From us Master System players, um, like Amiga, was it Amstrad 64 as well? I had. Well, that's the fun <laughs> thing about like even like like we've grown up throughout the entirety of the video games like we've seen it all like mm. <laughs> seen how like rubbish it started out i've seen things things were big. <laughs> i've seen things man <laughs> i'm not particularly qualified to answer this question because i haven't played a lot of all the mm. games to of of horror to say i would like a remake of one <laughs> cool no that's fine what about you sonia I know you look like you're deep in thought there. <laughs> I know, I'm really struggling with this one because the games I'm thinking I'd love to see polished are also games that are perfect in their own right. So I, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to change them. And, and yeah. I was, I know that they did remaster Alan, Alan Wake. I've, I've honestly not touched it because I'm so happy with the original. I don't need <laughs> it. Well, so I'm thinking, could, would I want to change anything? Like maybe, maybe do it as if you could get something remade and they did it well. Yeah. Okay. Well, then... Okay, so I've got two answers. I, I feel like I've really struggled with just having one answer tonight. So my, my two <laughs> would be uh, Fear. I think mm. if they redid oh, Fear and they redid yeah. it really well. Yeah. And actually Amnesia. If they were yeah. to do like Amnesia today, but mm-hmm. have it still be brilliant, still capture that same tension. Mm-hmm. Um, then, yeah, those would be my two. Like, like from things that gamers have learned from things like Alien Isolation, putting those new tricks into something like Amnesia, that would make it ludicrously yeah. more terrifying absolutely or just give it a massive budget because wasn't it like just oh, a, yeah. one, a one person Tiny project yeah. studio yeah think about it as well we've got vr now as well like say imagine getting like a headset on yeah. doing something i think they're actually there <laughs> it is available evil. i mean you just have a vr it, mode it did have a sequel didn't it machine for pigs but i don't know if people enjoyed that as much because it was a bit I more complicated i enjoyed it as a game but it didn't feel like it was a sequel it felt like it was 
just mm-hmm. part of the same title. Like it right. didn't feel like a, a continuation of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they released a new game recently called Amnesia Rebirth, which was a totally different character and a totally different setting, <laughs> which again was more plot based than it was. It, they, mm-hmm. they forgot what was so successful and so good about the first game, which yeah. was we didn't really, the, the no plot was necessary. You just had mm-hmm. to sort of figure yeah. out how the fuck to survive and get out of this Because <laughs> there is a plot to Amnesia, but yeah. it, it doesn't really matter because the game is the mechanics, you know, like it's not like, oh, I'm playing this to see the next bit. It's going, no, let's just get out this room. You, probably, like, can't, nope, nope. you, you <laughs> probably can't relax enough to like absorb the plot. <laughs> yeah. And I think we need games where you use Laudanum as a health item more. Mm-hmm. Think, yeah. You know? <laughs> like... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> What about you? Uh, what, um, are you Graham? Are you going to go Silent Hill? Or? <laughs> Naturally, I would go Silent Hill because that desperately, sure. desperately needs a proper remake. I mean, it's you could make it into the scariest fucking game in the entire world, world. if you did a proper remake of Silent Hill. But for my answer, I'm going to go. Um, I'm actually going to go Nightmare Creatures because oh. I don't. I Ooh. still don't think there's a game like it where it's the idea of it's gothic <laughs> horror with like you know gothic third person horror. With Street Fighter combos, <laughs> like there, nothing exists like that that I can think of. It sounds like the kind of the best action movie, also. So let's make yeah. it a movie as well. Oh, I, it was really <laughs> annoying. This is me being nerdy as usual, but it's basically like back when it came out, I was part of the fan club. So yeah. which is really disappointing because there was a Nightmare Creatures two, which is fucking awful. Because basically, Soul Reaver came out, and the entire creative team went, "We need to make a game like that," and forgot everything that was good about the first one. Oh, did it split the fan club? <laughs> into- oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally because well the problem the problem was that it was like oh it was awful because it was like at the time we were getting updates like we were getting like secret updates from like their yeah. webmasters and stuff about how nightmare creatures 2 was progressing and it had all this crazy stuff in and then uh and then sony just turned around and went nope release it you have to release <laughs> it in the next couple of months and they're like we're not finished and they were like no just put it together and literally there was meant to be two playable characters in the second one and the other one was going to be like a ninja so it was like there was going to be like different story trails and and where the actual nightmare creatures 2 ends is like the halfway point that they planned because it literally right. has an ending of oh you kill you kill this monster by blowing up like the eiffel tower and mm-hmm. then it just and then it just goes oh oh well Crowley must have got away or something. <laughs> you know, and then he just credits roll and he's just like, what? Like, awesome. genuinely? <laughs> Uh, you need you need like the entire franchise remake like like you need to yeah. finish it. <laughs> it was a great concept, but it was the it was just this what the fuck and all this stuff that we'd like heard about. We'd seen sort of like you know doc you know what are those things called? You know when you sort of propose a thing and you kind of put together a presentation and stuff of all the yeah. planning, like mm-hmm. all the stuff from there. Like it just isn't in Nightmare <laughs> Creatures. Do but yeah, I would remake Nightmare Creatures, uh, and if that was successful. Nightmare Creatures 2, but in the same vein as the first one. Because in the the first one, you have, like, all these combos you can do, and Mm -hmm. it's amazing because there's, like, 30 different combos per character. Mm -hmm. And then in the second one, there's one. You literally... No, there's two. You can either do an all-kick combo, or you can... No, you can either do a all free X's combo or a free square combo. That's it. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, that's my so, ramble about Nightmare Creatures 2. <laughs> so, to finish it off, I had an interesting question I thought I was just thinking they were asking as well, because I know we've been getting on there, just looking at the time. Um, think of a game that you love that's non-horror, and what would you what would you name as to try and put a horror spin to it? 
to make it interesting. <laughs> oh my god! So I'll perfect I, answer. So I'll start with one. I would love mm-hmm. to see Stray, like the cat one, but with zombies, <laughs> like the cat fighting zombies. That's great. That's a great. <laughs> That's idea. a really good one. Sounds distressing though if you lose, if you die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, that's so hard. I, I'm, I've got one. Um, I would, I would take Mario right, mm-hmm. and I would make him voiced by Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh my god! Right. I don't like it. Turn it off. And 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 it would be a fish out of water story where so he cool. he gets he gets left and he doesn't know what the Mushroom Kingdom is. And it's gonna be great. <laughs> and and and, he, and would would Mario have lost his uh, round ass? Yes, as a pancake is 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 my horror Mario. <laughs> that is such, such a good answer. <laughs> oh, what, what were you, Sonia? I would take Minecraft and add like being chased elements to it because I feel like it's already tense as fuck when you're in. Uh, a dungeon or a cave or whatever. So like add creepers, bastards. <laughs> yeah, like add an actual AI that hunts you down that you've got to actively be constantly running from. Yeah, that like game an, could be an, terrifying. An AI that can like, like, like knock holes and stuff, and not yeah. just sort of like get stuck outside and things. Yeah, there's no safety. You, you've got Too to be scary. constantly like sort of yeah, like, running. I get scared when the Enderman comes in and starts spinning <laughs> bricks and stuff. It's like, what the fuck, that creepy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Minecraft would be a good show, like a horror, like a proper horror version of Minecraft. Like, actual, yeah. like it is scary when you get like smacked in the back of the head by a spider when you're not yeah. expecting. Yeah, like, you hear a noise and you're like, "What's that?" Like, imagine <laughs> it was actually horror. That would be, it would be really <laughs> effective. I think. Probably make that. I think the, the guys in the Discord's got their own Minecraft little town oh, yeah, going as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's descended into madness by now, and like, you know, <laughs> like formed like two tribes and like you know, <laughs> two tribes. Going Everything's on, on fire. <laughs> I was yeah. kind of thinking along the lines of of the Sonic franchise. Oh fuck off! But it was Sonic and Tails. <laughs> Tails being the main the main one being being hunted down by Sonic. Right, uh, like survival, was... like a survival thing, uh-huh. but it's Tails who has to survive against Sonic because he's yeah. <sighs> something went wrong. There is a I'm there sorry. is a bloody Sonic creepy pasta. So yeah, it's this a good one this that exists. Oh well, we'll, we'll go down that road. Sonic's like he's poorly. He's is, a monster. Know. Sonic exe. <laughs> he's a monster. <laughs> Fuck the hedgehog. Um, but yes, <laughs> great. I love how Paul's becoming Dr. Robot. Hedgehog. Hedgehog. Eggman Watson. There we go. Yes. But, um, my, I, I'm going to do two again because I've got two really stupid ideas that might not be that stupid, but I think they'd be quite good. First of all is Tetris. <laughs> right. Well, go no. On. Imagine if you combine no, no, Tetris with jump scares, and you had the tension where, whenever you got rid of a line, Someone it did died. something to frighten you. Like something. Oh, yeah. like, imagine if it did a really scream right in your ear kind of thing, or it showed you horrific imagery. So by just by Jesus. playing the game. <laughs> It was unbearable. Is this just like a a clockwork orange type of thing? Yeah, that's it. Like Tetris is the perfect video game, and that would ruin it. (laughs) (laughs) And the other idea, the other idea was The Sims, 
but it's like Ooh. might be a bit controversial but I'd, I'd make it where it's the sims but the neighborhood is entirely against you so basically <laughs> if you if you start with a like a character and you make them black then the entire neighborhood all have maga hats and they're all sort of like <laughs> oh, jesus <laughs> christ actually <laughs> you know what graham there's a download that's not far from that where you really? can uh, yeah the, the wow. sims that's out now there's a download that is not too far away from that but you can become a serial killer but that's it. It, it. But if you make the the neighborhood antagonistic, where you make yeah. it where basically people are smashing your windows and stuff, and, or like, or the idea of you know uh, you play a level or like the city you pick is from the nineteen twenties and you're you're playing a woman and it's like, hey, get a job. Oh, you have to work really hard. Oh, these things happen. Like you get, you get minimum me, wage. For yeah, I do like a political one. I do so a political one. Of basically making... going hard mode for society yeah. <laughs> you want to but take the escapism sense. away from the sims yeah that's yeah. exactly it, it was like, welcome uh, to the like, real world motherfucker rather than me always being the killer rather than like the fact of going oh there's lots of people in this town they look good as gravestones which is the way every playthrough of the sims ends with me which end, it ends up with me married to all of the men in the neighborhood and everyone else dead I've like a crack house next door and stuff like that, trying to keep the party down without getting shot. Um, <laughs> I, I am the Michael Myers of The Sims. <laughs> but like Michael Myers, if he ran like a really toxic polycule. <laughs> um, Lee has suggested um, Truck Simulator. But it's good driving. It's the shittest game scary, in the world. No. <laughs> yeah, but Goodwill is driving. To be fair, he crashed a few times. He wasn't even that good at that. <laughs> that's why. That's why it's a horror, though. That's why it's horror. Goodwill's Goodwill's in the driving seat. In a mattress. Oh. <laughs> Bless him. Someone suggested Mega Man. That would be amazing. I don't know how you'd make it horror, but it's spec. Spectrum Sanctorum. Why oh yeah, there are buddies from America and uh, the oh. American podcast. Oh, that that that's that's who, that's who Jake cheated on us with. Went on the podcast and said, <laughs> said, and, and, said they, and said they had a better podcast run up set up than us. So yeah, <laughs> I still don't see any animated bumpers here. <laughs> no, um, Mega Man's interesting because that that's just horrifying because it's too hard and it just makes you want to crack the controller in half. <laughs> I could not imagine. Imagine Jake wanting to crack a controller in half. Like I cannot imagine you getting angry at any video game. Well, I mean, I, I do, but I, nowadays I just give up and move on. But when you're a kid and you've got no money, like you didn't have much of a chance. Oh no, that was a thing. Like, like the controllers now are worth more than like um, actual that consoles well. were back in the day. <laughs> so you have to be very careful with them. Like my Xbox controller now, the rubbers about to run off, so I'm a little bit gutted. <laughs> <laughs> and has chucked your Xbox 360 controller off the floor. It's bounced and hit me in the chest as I was walking past. Oh, no. <laughs> that was not No wonder I've got chest problems, Dal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Xbox. <laughs> Xbox 360, and they are not small. <laughs> no, they're pretty chunky. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> not worse than the N64 horror controllers yeah. that were the worst controllers in the world. Oh, you my favourite someone with one them? of them. They're, you know... <laughs> My favourite controller. controller. <laughs> My hands turned out fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just um. wanted to play Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to put the actual uh, 
the sound hill effect on the, the fade us out as well. So thought oh. we finish off with other things. But yes, uh, thank you guys for coming Thanks, on. Guys. That's it's been, been so, been so much, much fun. fun. And yeah, like say, hopefully, hopefully you'll come back on again. Even though Graham's getting, like, say, all the plaudits and all the <laughs> He's love. Like getting a regular seat now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think, what's it next week? Uh, it's the hundredth episode. It's the hundredth episode. Yeah. 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 It is next week. <laughs> yeah. So next Sunday, we're going to be on a little bit earlier, so we won't be on at half seven. So I think we're aiming to be live or at some recording. recording. Around about yeah. three o'clock and see what happens. Yeah. Something's where, gonna happen. Something's gonna what. happen. Yeah. The whole <laughs> team. The whole, the whole team is gonna be in the same room. Uh how many egos can you fit in one place? That that's gonna be the question. <laughs> Let's see if we Ten. actually like each other or if it's just uh it's all. Or is it just act. a fluke? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the hundredth episode is episode is next week. We are um and then after that is the birthday back, boys. Yeah, it's back to the future. Episode. <laughs> Going to review the the greatest movie of all time. That's not the Goonies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. I don't even know if you keep Twitter on anymore. Jake and Goodwill on Twitch. Charlotte's Boo Club on Facebook. And we are on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts from. Yeah, as yep. I always say, we've got that good brand and it's just Nerdy Up North any- everywhere. No numbers. <laughs> no, no numbers. We are just Nerdy Up North. And we've lost the hashtag. Sam's, well, not wearing pants. She's wearing a onesie. She's in a unicorn onesie today. Uh, get used to it, guys. It's the winter. I am freezing. <laughs> no, unicorn onesie gown, is whatever. here to stay. So we've got Donna with a dildo on her head and, and Sam's got a horn as well. Get in. <laughs> what you will. <laughs> but yes, but uh, thank you guys for everyone coming on. Um, and like I say, thank you for helping us get to 100 episodes. Um, I thought we'd pop up by now and see something to get us took off a line. And we've not had many problems, so that's always good. But yes, um, we're not like, cancelled yet. We're not cancelled. Not yet. Every <laughs> <laughs> time. Times. <laughs> but yes, um, we'll be, I think we are going to be live from Donna's house next week as well. So. I might see Martin wanking in the bushes with the, with his mops, with his socks there. <laughs> <laughs> he nearly got there, guys. He nearly, he nearly got there. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Same bad time, same bad channel, guys. See you early, yeah. everyone. Bye. 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 Oh, and that off. Oh, big smiles. Big I don't smiles. know.